0: Welcome to New Shooter Canada. Please remember that the show's content and word pronunciation is simply the opinion
1: of the hosts and their guests.
2: Hello
0: and welcome to New Shooter Canada, episode 249. I am one of your panelists, Amanda, and we have a full roster today with a brand new uh, host with us, so can everybody please welcome Jay? Hi, Jay. Hi, hey, Jay. Hey, Jay. Who's Jay? Welcome
3: aboard,
0: yeah. Jay. So I, I'm sure many of you have heard us talk about uh, was it uh, Casa Ella Jay?
3: He's the resort owner. He's the resort
0: <laughs> owner. Um, <laughs> a resort. yes. Uh, gun enthusiast <laughs> and uh, overall great guy. So um, after uh, Mike's sad departure we decided to reach out to jay because we thought who do we know who's you know super enthusiastic and super knowledgeable um who can help carry the show on because it's going to be hard to replace mike but who else better than jay it was josh's idea so welcome jay jay why don't you give us a quick little blurb of who you are what are you all about? Well, yeah, what are you all about? What do you love? What kind of shooter are well, you?
3: Why are you here?
1: <laughs> well, first of all, thank you very much for uh, having me. Uh, I really, uh, I love the show. I started watching the show, it's been years now, and uh, yeah, I'm really happy to uh, be happy to help out and hopefully get the best that I can here. I've uh, love shooting, grew up shooting, uh, shooting since I was probably about seven or eight. I served air rifles and um, shot just about all sports out there, but one here that's available in Canada, Got uh, into a that kind of surrounded it, and uh, here I am.
0: Oh, well, wonderful. We're glad to have you. And with Thank us, you. we also have Thomas. Hello, Thomas. Good to see Hello. you again.
2: Thank you. Missed you.
0: Yes, missed you too. And then, of course, we have Jeff. Jeff, Jeff, my man. How are you?
4: Well, surviving.
5: Surviving. So, how are you guys? Um,
0: you know, we're we're doing peachy Key and then of course, I always have my better half here, Josh.
3: Hello, friends. <laughs> oh,
0: I don't know about that. Yeah. No. oh well, you know, you guys are too cute, but he's right beside me, so. Recording
4: yeah. is two hot nine
0: Gotcha. <laughs> Alright, how about we get started? It's been a month, This is the whole point of us um, doing shows once a month is that we can collect some content, and I think we've done that. So, we've achieved our goal. Thomas, why don't you give us a start, because you missed the last show, so what did you do in guns?
2: It's been pretty busy. Um, when the pending handgun ban took effect, my, uh, my boss, which I didn't know, kept quite, uh, quite a handful of guns back. Um, I thought there was maybe 10 or 11. There was probably triple that. And they're all going to my rental fleet. So I'm so excited. I am, if you want to try just about any gun in Canada, you can try it East Hill Outdoors. <laughs> it, it all brand new in the box. The only thing is, he, he's kind of stingy with the magazines. I got to really watch them. I have to beg for mags. Because on the previous rental program, when we shut it down, mags disappeared. So now he's very cautious about my magazines. But it's, it's so nice to have some new toys to play with. And it gives a and the nice thing with the rental fleet. We've got a, a, a lot of members who missed the cutoff for getting in restricted firearms, but they have the restricted status. So if you're a member of the store, you can actually come in. And if you don't own a restricted, but if you have restricted status, you can you can rent from a host of firearms. Oh, that's good. Cool. You want to try Glock, for 1911, or you want to try Sig? I've got uh, Ruger PC carbines now. I've got a couple of uh, restricted bread c set uh, guns. That's a hoot to fire. So he's slowly pulling them out. I know I know he's got more stashed away. Mm-hmm. I know he has when all the Desert Eagles came in, there was one case colored forty-four, just gorgeous. Um, he mentioned maybe putting it in. I don't think so though. I think it was going to go to his permanent collection. <laughs> so there's some really nice guns. And I said for twenty bucks, our only thing is that, that you have to use factory ammo. So that's good. Bad thing about like that is I have to clean them all.
0: Oh. So Monday,
2: my cleaning duties on Monday have quadrupled, but this is great. I, I like being busy. And then we, uh, we're once again, we're doing our annual Valentine's shoot. So instead, normally it's a hundred dollars per person, uh, and you get to shoot. It's basically forty rounds. You get twenty rounds with a uh, rim fire, and then twenty-one rounds with a either center fire AR-style rifle or uh, a PC carbine. <coughs> so for Valentine, excuse me. It's a two-for-one special, so it's $49, and you can shoot uh, rimfire pistol and, again, the same two rifles, Uh, and then we're going to introduce the other guns after that, and right now, we just put it on the website yesterday, I booked solid Friday, Saturday, Monday, and Tuesday's my off day, and I'm coming in Tuesday to shoot it, and I booked solid on Tuesday already, so I think there's maybe one or two openings left on Tuesday, so I'm going to be pretty busy in the range. So lots of new shooters every day.
0: That's good. Any time to go to the range on your own?
2: I did, actually. I actually went last Sunday. Uh, there's a, a member whose son, um, actually I was going to talk about too, uh, we started the junior program back again, so I made friends with uh, one of the members who missed the restricted status, and we don't currently have any 1911s and 45s in the range. So I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm coming on Sunday. So I, I brought my 1911s and got to uh, shoot with him for a bit, and he mentioned to me that his son was nine years old. He was really interested in um, being able to shoot. And I mentioned that we were implementing a new junior program and that uh, he can normally have to be 12. And you're shooting a prone at 12. Um, we're lowering it down to nine, depending on the child. So what I make them do is say I make them take the club level safety course, the same course the adults have to take. But they don't have to pass the test. And they don't have to take the practical test. Um, my thing is with the instructor once, whatever score, when, when they're finished, he'll give me the test. Then I'll see what I, I have to work with from there. Cause every, you know, nine years old, they're, they're going to have different skill levels. So I'm not going to turn anybody down. If the kid only gets 30, 40%. That's when I'll still coaching him and stuff. So anyway, I had, um, uh, I guess I could say his name. The young man's Wyatt. I have not even met him yet. So, uh, I got signed up for the course. He attended the course on Thursday. Uh, the instructor came in today and I said, oh, by the way, why, why do? He aced the test 100%.
5: Wow, good for him.
2: A lot of adults didn't get it 100%, so he aced it. Um, that was just fantastic to hear. So I'm going to either make an appointment to see his, uh Watch that kid. Mm-hmm. I know, so I, I, I was emailing his dad or texting his dad today, and I said, look, I've got a, a 22 with a red dot and a bipod and a mat if he wants to use. So said, oh, no, I just, went and just bought him a cricket. He's got a bipod on it, and he's got a nice scope. Those kid's all set. So I'm going to do, he has to do two probationary shoots with me. First one, I just want to watch him shoot. And if he's fine, then the second one, is would be more of a coaching, a little more instruction. And then what will happen, he'll get his own private membership badge. It's for just special junior shooter badge. Nobody else has it. He'll be the first one to have it. And it's a big thing to the owner. So the owner actually wants to do a little presentation to give the kid the badge because he's going to be the first one. So that that's kind of fun. That's what I've been yeah, that's awesome. I'm looking forward to this. And, you know, I am i don't want to be in the rain solid for four or five days, but I like the pocket money. Very good. That's so cool. And that's I get awful. paid to shoot, so it's, I can't. It's, that's awful. I can't, I can't, <laughs> probably, <laughs> can't. probably better than the
4: retail that side sucks. of things, right? I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry, Thomas. I <laughs> feel for you. <laughs> uh, you
2: know, I, I i never took apart the uh, the CZ bread again last week, so I finally took it apart, gave it a good cleaning. And then I had to take at least three or four mags into the range to do
4: a test fire, just make sure it was working properly. Oh, I just, I just, I I'm so it. yeah, works <laughs> fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, good lord! I'm sorry. It's that... so stressful. Yes, so stressful. I'm
2: sorry. Goodness.
0: Well, it sounds like you're having a blast, and like I said, you're not in the retail side so much anymore, so that's got to be pretty cool.
2: And... It is, and I've, I've got uh, quite a few people that I'm coaching these days, too. Mm-hmm. Again, I have a hard one coming up, though. I've got a gentleman who is trying to get into the military reserve, and he can't pass the qualification test because he is left-eye, right-eye dominant, so we've got a dominancy issue to deal with. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's not something that I can change. I can give him instructions and, and some coaching, but... Change, you can change your eye dominancy, but it, it's very, very difficult because your your brain's always going to pick the eye that sees the best.
5: Mm-hmm. So the
2: only way to really do it is if you make your, your dominant eye your bad eye
5: mm-hmm. by
2: obscuring the lens, then your brain will automatically start focusing to the better eye. But it messes up your brain for several days while you're doing it. It's like when you get your brand-new pair of glasses and there's a different prescription, and the first couple of days you get really bad headaches. That, that's... Yeah. That's... But well, the only way I can think to change dominancy, uh, unless he gets pregnant like Sarah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny.
3: Yeah, that it's is true. a crazy that is a crazy story. I forgot about that.
2: Yeah. But I, I know two girls that, that were shooters that happened when they when they had their first child, it changed the Because it's a major stress, right? Like childbirth yeah. is yeah. pretty traumatic right? Yeah. And they're really hoping for the second kid it would go back, but it didn't.
0: <laughs> Good lord.
2: That's funny. But yeah, it's 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 nice to be back. It's nice to be have steady work. You know, it's, it's a good crew So it's a fun place to go every day. Yeah, so I'm That's fortunate good. that way. I, I don't It's not like with the TTC where I had to go in I needed the money. I hated the place I, yeah. hated it. Yeah. I, I like going in there. I I get up in the morning. I don't take the highway. I could be there in 11 minutes I take the sideline I go in the coffee shop. I get my donut. I get my cinnamon bun I take the, the long way through the country up the side roads have a cigarette take my time I'm nice relaxed when I get there.
4: Well, that's good. That's you you good. deserve it, Thomas. Yes, you do. do. <laughs> you're, you're living retirement life the best way. Absolutely.
2: So. And I get a discount on guns and there.
0: Bonus. <laughs> that's
2: awesome. That's important. Absolutely. It is. It is. But you know, the, the price of stuff these days, like product, product has gone through the roof. Yeah. But I think we had. I think we had one recently, but last year alone there was four price increases in ammo. Mm, I don't know. Uh,
5: about
2: it. So you could like two years ago you could get a Winchester if you had the Winchester Rewards card, you could get a box nine mm for ten bucks. <clears throat> Nowadays it's twenty five to thirty bucks. Some of the three fifty sevens we got, they're fifty bucks a box.
0: I can see they Josh wanting
4: there. to talk here,
0: and Josh, I'm like don't Josh, say anything. Do we, I already do have, know.
4: Do, do we do we have Winchester Rewards cards? <laughs> I don't. Do you? No.
3: <laughs> no.
2: Well, you can he, buy them. <laughs> <laughs> you, guys, you guys shop at East Hill. You bought and stuff from the store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what to do is just put the rewards card in your in your bucket. And every time you shop after that, it will take 10% off everything that's Winchester and Browning in your cart. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, wow. East Hills my new go-to. <laughs> that
4: yeah, that's,
2: uh, that's a good deal. Well, yeah. no, it well, just... Especially on the Browning Winchester stuff, right? Yeah. Wait, Yeah, the owner has a special deal with Brownie because we're the, we're the biggest Browning dealer in Canada. That's fantastic.
1: That's awesome.
2: And I'm a Browning Winchester kind of guy, so that's perfect. <laughs> oh, man. You should say, that. he worked out a deal, just just when I started, so this was like a year before COVID, uh, he got a deal. So if you entered the, if you got the rewards card, or did you enter yeah, if you got the rewards card, you got entered into no contest. They don't have the contest since COVID. The contest was, um, first prize was a private jet to the winchester hunting reserve (laughs) for you and a guest wait what yeah and kevin and kevin and guests. you'd go with kevin and probably his son and you get to spend i think it was a week at the private everything covered at at the winchester hunting reserve wow it's fantastic but since private since prior to covid that's all gone now
5: gotcha
2: you can still win 50 grand worth of prizes but that was a special deal he worked out with winchester one year so oh,
0: wow he, he should bring it back so
2: yeah but when he had when he has like the um i just find it the white tail contest like, he puts 50 grand worth of prizes on the table
4: oh that's awesome
2: like one year we I had keep, ETD i, I keep forgetting
4: to enter that yeah
2: <sighs> need to do that yes yeah my friend uh, my young friend uh tyler he entered he won uh you want a shotgun? Usually I know a couple. I buy every year. I never win, but I know lots of people do. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Mm. And you can you can get an entry just by coming in and weighing a deer. And this year we had some fantastic deers brought in and a lot of uh, mother-daughter hunters, which was fantastic to see. Mm. Oh, that, that is awesome. We've got a lot of lady hunters in our store. A lot, That's a, cool. lot of husband, a lot of husbands and wives, there's, but there's still quite a few women that, that hunt on their own. That, that got the interest on their own, but a lot of times it was brought up like by their family or their spouse. But there's quite a few of them.
4: That's awesome. Just out of curiosity, what 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 was the weight that you were seeing coming in?
2: Oh, uh, typically, they're around the sort of average. Over 200 dressed. Nice. They're really nice. really big this year. Big year. It, it was really a good year. Man. I think the top one was. The the top one. What the guy did is he waited overnight so it dried out a little bit then mm-hmm. he brought it in he lost by a pound oh, <laughs> no. if he would have brought it in when he shot it he would have won the mm-hmm. contest but because he let it sit overnight and let all the fluids and all the water it's yeah, going yeah. to overnight it's going to lose a couple yeah. pounds of water yeah, yeah, yeah. no I, that's i understand tears it. like that's cool
0: that
5: is
2: yes it's been good good place so if you want the rewards card you can buy my line
0: Alright, we'll keep that in mind Is that all about what you've done there, Thomas?
2: Yeah, that's enough about me
0: That's enough about you? Well, I love hearing about you But we do have a full roster today so. Uh, Alright, Jeff, fill us in
4: Oh, nothing much No? Uh, I just kind of I was messing around Trying to clean up The ammo cabinet and I found a scope. And I went, ah. I don't remember the scope. I don't remember why <laughs> I have it.
3: It's a nice surprise, though. Mm-hmm.
4: What it is. It's, it, 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 it's a fantastic surprise. And I went, ah. This would really look good on my
2: scope. What type of scope?
4: Um, Swiss Arms Swiss- one. to 5 by, oh, no more than 39.
2: Uh, And you don't don't remember where it came from.
0: That sounds like a pricey one.
2: Well, no, I I honestly don't.
4: I think, I kind of remember getting it. And I think I did something for someone at some point in years past when I was, you know, cleaning out the the safe. And I went, huh, this would look, this might fit my scope scope problem. Because I did not like the scope that came on my, on my scope. Mm -hmm. be very clear about that, it was supposed to be, (coughs) pardon me, it's, um. Vortex knockoff and I was just never happy with this. And then I found this and I mounted it and I went, oh, that looks kinda nice. And then I shot it and I went, hmm. Think I'm gonna keep this on here.
3: So you've got it mounted on there already?
4: Yes. So what's the start so, for? Um, Mossberg MVP in uh, 308. Shorty um, takes LAR 10 megs, Bolt action.
2: It's a. It's the a scope, did the scope rifle. come with rifle?
4: Uh, the vortex. Er, sorry. Not a vortex knockoff. Uh, came with the rifle, and it was a. Nebraska. Honestly, Thomas, I I don't even think it had a name on it.
2: Uh,
4: Josh, you've seen it.
3: Um, I don't recall that. I don't
4: think there was. I I don't think there was ever even a name on it. It yes. was.
3: Lay scope. Was it a
4: conventional scope or a long eye relief like an actual scout scope that came? It was a it was a long eye relief scout uh, scope, but it it and. It was mounted forward, as per Jeff Cooper, Um, but it just, yes. um, Stay tuned for a future episode. (laughs) (laughs) It just never felt right. Okay. Um, This one, at one and a half to five, felt right on the rifle. That's good. to be honest, I it was on an AR uh, previously, and I probably stripped it off. Oh, I don't know, two years ago when I had to put everything in the safe, and it went to the back of the safe. And I went when I found it. I'm like, oh, I think this might be the sweet spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good pairing. Yeah. So the nice thing about a 1.5 is that you can shoot with both eyes open usually. Yes. That. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So I can I can be sitting in the tree stand or in a blind or wherever, and I can be watching, and a 1.5, you know, my eye falls right into the scope. That's
5: awesome.
4: Heck, if you're like dogging or pushing bush too, it's, it's exactly so much better. Exactly,
0: mm-hmm.
4: you know, it's not like I'm starting at three times magnification,
0: yeah. That's a nice, and
2: surprise. It's funny, yeah, I, and it's funny. Mo- a lot of people don't know that. Like, i sold people a lot of guys like the one to four power, right? And mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I had this, uh, it's, like a, it's a vortex mounting scope we have in the store. So it's just got rubber rings. So you just, it's like a rifle stock, but you can put any scope in it. Do they just slide in, slide off. Oh, and then my people, when they shoulder it every time, they'll close an eye. And I'll say, no, no, open an eye. It goes, well, no, no. I have to close. It's at one. Keep an eye open. Because if you've got a running shot, you can. Mm-hmm. But most people don't. You have to actually tell them to do it because instinctively you close that eye, even at the lowest magnification.
4: Exactly.
1: Especially here in Ontario too, with the type of brush we have, like up here yeah. in Central Ontario, it's thick.
2: It's thick. You, you, you mm-hmm. got oh, yeah, you're, yeah. you're using like a one to twenty, yeah, twenty-four power scope. It's like looking through a straw. Yeah, yeah you're not seeing nothing. Yeah, you're not seeing anything no. else. No. Yeah.
1: Well, that. That seems like a dream setup.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Nice surprise. I'm happy. Yeah, that's good. Anything else to add for your things to do? Uh, let me
4: see here.
3: I know In, I'm invite Josh over down, to try the new scope. That's something you should do.
4: Oh yeah, right. <laughs> that that was that was number three on my. Well, wait. <laughs> did we? Why did we not do this last weekend? I don't when know. We had coffee.
3: Was it already <laughs> mounted at that time? Oh
4: yeah, it was <sighs> already mounted at that time. Shame, Josh. Shame. <laughs> well. We exchanged knives. Yes, we did. looked at knives. Yes. So, you know.
3: Well, that's just how you greet people, though.
4: <laughs> With coffee uh, and knives. <laughs> but it's it's more awkward when, you know, I'm handing you a rifle and you're handing me a coffee.
0: Mm. And, I know. Uh,
4: I can actually
1: test to that. I think the first time talking to Jeff on the group chat. Within the first five or ten messages, there was a picture of a
5: knife. <laughs> so. Yeah. A Very true. true.
1: Yeah.
4: yeah.
3: It's either going to be a, a knife or a dead raccoon, either one. I don't know. Do you want me to knife
4: pick? Yeah. I'm there. Sure. I'm always good to be. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good for Almost. you. Random knife picks? There you go.
3: Knife picks. Sliding into the DMs? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to be tagging me. Jay
0: okay, and I are going to be talking. Yeah. Uh, Jeff and Jay especially oh, yeah. have been spending a crap ton of time online getting to know each other, and it's been awesome just seeing mm-hmm. them, you know, shoot the breeze. It's been awesome. So. Oh. There it is. The oh, show and share.
4: Thomas. Thomas with the spider...
0: Yes. That's a chief. He loves.
4: No, that's
2: um
0: no. That's pretty.
2: Fresh lock. That's awesome. Then... Nice. Giant Mouse, Grand. Mm-hmm. all t- titanium hardware and pocket clip. Oh, that's
0: beautiful. We'll post oh, some knife okay. uh, pics. Fix- <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. There comes the machete.
1: Jeez. Yeah, we're going to have to do video soon. And I feel like yeah. I'm going to get
3: kicked off of the show because I don't actually have anything in my pocket at the moment. Oh,
1: are <laughs> out. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no.
4: Josh, you and I are
2: no longer friends. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you well. have all the expensive knives I have. The mm. best action comes from this $110 Kaiser. When oh. you close this thing, you got to put it on the side because it just guillotines instantly. I had to take out the oil and put grease in it because it just drops so fast. You got to oh, get your wow. hand out of there fast or close it closes on you. Well,
5: we'll have I to do use... care about
4: closing. I care about opening. Yeah. And this thing fires like a rocket. I bet. That is cool. That's
0: wicked. So, we'll do show and share and share with all the <laughs> listeners. Okay, We're okay, going to get okay, pictures. Okay. Everyone, you know, uh, set up a, a studio my photo next, shoot. case
2: just happens to be beside
0: me. There you <laughs> go. Oh, of course. Uh oh. Here He's we go.
2: Walking
0: away. <laughs> He's walking away to go He's get, get it. <laughs>
2: there you
0: go. And the thing is, is this the same case, Thomas, that you brought to Josh's birthday party last year?
2: No, this one's even bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes.
0: Yes, we like, we like it. A, a,
2: a customer bought a, a Shadow 2 package. So it comes with this huge case for, that's all uh, cut out for extra mags and stuff. Well, mm. when he picked up the gun, he said, I don't want the case. Do you want it? So I said, sure. Mm. So I so brought the case home. All, there's nothing on the case except the label saying one 9mm pistol. That's all it says in the case. So I came home, I put it at the table, and I sat down, I looked at Terry, and I started smiling. I said, Kevin, let me put this on layaway for the last six months, and I finally paid it off. <laughs> 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 the steam started coming under my ears.
0: And, it's empty. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah,
5: i to
2: yell that.
0: Oh, um, I bet you did. Oh, my goodness. goodness. You just
3: got to get that deck finished, Thomas, and then you're in the
2: clear.
0: Yes, get the deck done.
2: You wanna hear something fantastic? What? Like we've got maybe eight grand put away for the deck.
5: Beautiful.
2: But it'll it'll wipe out whatever it got put away, saved away. So um, mm. for Christmas, um, here's a dog whining at the door, my brother in law, my sister in law offered to pay for the deck. So the quotes we got the quotes we got were through the roof. Oh no. So we actually had uh, the best one we had it slim down we didn't get the ramp and we didn't get some of the fancy stuff and it was still $14,000. Oh,
5: fire.
2: So my uh, sister-in-law said to, to Terry, said, you know what? I still have the money put away that mom gave me when she passed away. And she gave Terry, giving Terry the money for the whole thing, upgraded deck. and upgrade. Holy oh, cow. Oh, wow. That's a Christmas present.
5: That's, that's
2: beautiful. A, that's amazing. Oh, that's what Terry just calls it. Terry just looked at me and started crying. Of course, I started crying, too, because I couldn't help it. If she cries, I'm going to cry either way. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so what kind See of
3: guns you? and knives are we buying with the eight grand? Yeah. <laughs> Don't <laughs>
2: encourage. Well, that's going on the mortgage. Payment. There oh, you go. Uh-huh. That's uh, going uh, yeah, Good for yeah, All well, right. That was, like, the sweetest, sweetest birthday present I had Oh, sort of Christmas totally. Christmas ever, so. that's, that's awesome. Good. That was, so now Terry has a fire exit of the house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's that's really important. Come on there, Thomas.
2: Get Get
0: oh, Alright, so Jeff, any up. anything else to add to your things to do and guides? so I gotta kind of bring everybody in here. I gotta last of you. Uh
4: I just wanna make sure that I haven't missed anything that I've written kind of down. No, I right. I'm good. Oh
0: right. right. yeah, no, I'm good. Alright, cool. So Jay. First time on the show. Tell us, what have you been up to just recently? <laughs>
3: no, know? years and years. From years the
0: beginning. from the beginning. From
1: the beginning. Okay, I'll keep it to the week. Uh, okay. I guess, well, first of all, I'm obliged to say that I'm holding a bench free bug note, a little Side clip, and a Streamlight micro-stream. There we go. I don't have a camera, so no one can see that.
2: Would, would oh. in the bug out. Nice. Uh, it's S30B. All right, you're
1: allowed.
4: <laughs> okay, I'm allowed. I'm in this. Pass the test. Pass the test. Uh-oh. <laughs> that <There it> is. <laughs> that's
2: Woo! The yeah,
4: yeah. yeah that's the I still tip. don't know this why is... you guys like the bench I, 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 this,
2: this one's 20 Oh, but the tri with the, I mean, the titanium handles? Oh, fantastic. Yeah, that's a nice knife. I'm all a right, bench right. yeah, I,
1: I love them. But yeah, I'll keep it to this week. This week, um, uh, I didn't do much shooting during the week, uh, but I did do uh, shopping. And uh, I organized a purchase from uh, for our club. We got the Aura uh, PS target set, so we're excited about that. We have our first uh, Orps match coming up at the end of February. I was really happy. About that. And then on top of that, I had to put together a rig for it, so I ended up uh, picking up a Savage Mark II FV to stay in the uh, production class, and uh, a Vortex Venom. Uh, I think it's a 5 to 25 mrad first focal plane. With MBT rings and bases, 20 mm bass. and then I just uh, trying to whisper so someone doesn't hear. <laughs> <laughs> you need a
3: recording room. <laughs> yeah,
1: I need a recording room. <laughs> I just ordered she'll
4: my, hear it next uh, week anyway. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. Hope uh, <laughs> well, she my, doesn't uh, follow you on, on online. Oh, no, 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 I'm pretty sure she
1: doesn't. <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll see how this goes. And, uh, and I just got uh, my MDT uh, ground pod and uh, arc rail uh, for uh, for that rifle. So I'm putting it together just kind of based on information I could find and through research, and I'm, that's really the wrong way to go about this. Um, from what I gather, you should probably shoot one of these matches first. But, um <laughs> I'm I'm pretty confident in, in, in my experience I'm thinking, well, I can re, I can research this and I'll I'll figure it out. Um, but and that's what I'm doing. I
3: don't think you can go so wrong with that you not. can't go wrong with anything that you bought really. I mean it's all yeah, no, I, you know. <laughs>
4: no, every every everything that you're doing seems right. Mm-hmm. I just I I want to see this and product
1: it'll, in use. It'll, it, it, I'm hoping that I have good success. The interesting thing will would be the ARCA rail because um, my plan is, and looking at, because I have an, a Mark One FET, which is basically the same gun, uh, but a single shot. Looking at the stock, because I can't change the stock to stay in production, I'm looking at uh, using a, like a, um, a belt sander and making the, the bottom of the forehand completely flat, and I'm just measuring out how much material I have to play with. Uh, and the rail I got is actually an M-Lock rail, so what I'm gonna have to do, and I want it to, to be future proof, so because if one day I get a chassis, I get it. Uh, so yeah. what I have to do yeah. is actually drill out where the little M lock indexing studs are, and uh, okay. drill that out and get okay. it all mounted up.
2: I get a question though. Yes, sir. If you if you sand the bottom of the stock, that's a modification. when they not put you back into open?
1: So what apparently happened? this apparently this wouldn't, and I'm basing this off of a YouTube video I saw. <laughs> the guy who Yeah, but it happens to be the channel of the guy who came up with CRPS, and it looks like he did the same thing with his rifle, so...
3: You, I mean, YouTube's got me through I most of, of my it. life, so I'm sure you're set. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, 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 I was talking to Rick a couple of years ago, and the, the bolt on my Savage 22 has got a black coating on it, yep. so it's it's better now, but it dragged, right? And I said, no, okay, I re- can I remove this black coating? He said, no, that's a modification. If you take the coating off it, it puts you in open.
3: That's ridiculous.
2: Yeah. That's, yeah, that's it's worn in know. now, okay. but if I mod, because it'd be a modification, i would be smoothing out the bolt. Interesting, mm-hmm. interesting. I,
1: I'm, I'm going to have to look into it because I know that you can put an arc rail on it, and it looked like he did the same thing for his that he got it flat and then. Gotcha. Uh, Both of that puppy to it. So that's basically what I got uh, going on. I uh, shoot tomorrow for a sporting rifle. I shoot my three position tomorrow for the winter LSBAs. And uh, um, down in Aurora. That's all I got going on. So.
0: Cool. That's awesome. Do Do I read this right, that you started the 75 hard challenge?
1: Oh, I missed that. Yeah, I started today. That's how it's already brewed off so this
3: this whiskey i'm tough. drinking is delicious by the way Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, I
1: just this. so it's fine we just came back from my uh my parents house. we had dinner there and uh it's tough to go there and not not have something my dad makes it really difficult
3: so <laughs> yeah it's not it's not the best but i did get my workouts in i was gonna and say day, in the, so in the two uh, workouts one has to be outside right
1: that's what they say i'm so i'm taking it uh, I'm basically using this as a guideline. So I'm mm-hmm. going to get my one good workout in. And then I think by the one will be just an activity, like okay. walking or stretching or
3: well, it's, it's, something. Yeah, yeah it's exercise. right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm getting old now. I'll be 40 soon. I know the <laughs> 75. To hurt. Yeah, yeah.
0: I know the 75 hard challenge is like. Starting to feel the effects of no... gravity. Yeah. <laughs> I know that the 75 hard challenge is um, like not new, but what inspired you to do the 75 hard
1: so i i um i just kind of got want to get back to where it was a couple years ago okay. uh, i've probably pretty close to being in the best shape of my life i was pretty happy about it and uh just with work kids and well, now with their sports and stuff like that i found it's mm-hmm. just hard to like mm-hmm. the only thing i noticed is just everything hurts now mm-hmm. I find that. how old just, are you uh, uh well i'll be 40 soon uh, and okay. I, for, it was, I would say about a year and a half ago, it's like someone flipped the light switch
5: and,
1: yeah. everything. and I have everything journal. So I, I've, I've okay. gone back and done some workouts that I've done two years ago, two and a half years ago
2: and, uh, they flattened Yeah. It's only going to get worse. Yeah. Five yeah. Years yeah. J, your vision's going to start going too. And then it's, well, oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's already started.
4: Yeah. Does everything hurt now? Like, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Some yeah. Days, yeah. Everything, everything hurts. Yeah. Everything, I don't know why,
1: but it's I'm I'm dealing with it. I've changed a few things up. But yeah, no, it was just to have a guideline to follow and just uh just mm-hmm. to kind of keep me on track, which I like this because you guys can keep me accountable.
3: So, so what's your what's your diet plan?
1: The diet plan, I'm just so my big plan is just absolutely no fast food. So I have this habit of getting a a chicken wrap from Tim Hortons for lunch when I'm at work because it's convenient,
5: mm-hmm.
1: and I want to quit that. And uh, in fact, including fast food is like the coffees and whatnot that we'll get from work. So I'm gonna try and cut
4: all of that out. So know, and, and I can. and bring launch. And I can tell you, um, I, I feel you because I remember years ago, easiest thing was to go just through that drive through rather than look over that lunch bag and pass passenger seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. For me, it's just getting it prepped. And I start really
1: early. Uh, well, to me, it's early. It's probably not early to other people, but it's early enough to me.
5: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and I find just getting everything prepped uh, and, and
2: having something is like a challenge. So I, I need to get on that. I, I yeah. always took my lunch when I worked for the TTC. I just made it the night before and shipped it in the fridge. Yeah,
3: oh, that's
2: what I gotta do. There's
3: no excuses. You had a barbecue in the back of your I'm car, Thomas. Thomas.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need <did> that. That's <laughs> <laughs> true.
4: Well,
2: if the weather was nice, I would bring my my little my little barbecue. We we barbecue steaks at work, or if it got really cold, I'd bring my generator and we'd have heat and we can watch videos and run the laptop all night long. And
1: that's awesome. That is
0: cool. That is cool. We we do have a barbecue at yeah. work. Well, I did. I barbecued sweet at lunch. Well,
3: nice. I wish fun. you luck on your 75
5: hard. I thought of, I thought
0: about it. <laughs> you it, thought it. It ran,
3: it ran, it ran through for my because these CPP guys are doing it, and I was like, yes, well, should I do this? I don't know. And uh, so, so does it mean no alcohol also? No yeah. alcohol. Yeah. No alcohol. I think
5: honestly,
3: I think
1: it's a good. I, I, I don't know if I get so wrapped up in the whole thing of it, but if you can kind of stick for the most part. I think mean, mm-hmm.
3: that is definitely a change. Like it's how many so... t- how many times are you peeing a day? Uh
1: today I've
3: peed quite a bit. That's <laughs> awkward. <laughs> well isn't it like four <laughs> how much, how many liters? Are as
4: well or
3: something. Like how many liters of water is that?
1: Uh well sixteen
3: I don't know how much it's
1: uh how many is it? I don't know. It's a it was, gallon of water. Yeah that's what they want that's ridiculous. So, In a day? Yeah, it's a lot of water. So I think it, it's for me the glasses that I have upstairs. It's like, it's like fourteen to sixteen glasses. <laughs> but I, drink a ton of, I drink a ton of water as it is. Yeah. Too
3: um, so used and to. And
1: at work, I go through the water like crazy. So I'm used to that. That's the key part. It'll be the the, the two workouts. Well, I don't really. I'm just doing a good workout and then and then just, like, stretching for a while. Okay. Um, but, yeah. I, I just figured modify that and go for the system can. Hey, that's better than it's better it's better than just not
3: doing it. That. That's right. No, I applaud you. Yes.
0: Sure. Yes. And we'll what we'll do is we'll post the I'll be looking uh, for the
3: selfies. You gotta do the selfie. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I'll, I'll them, yeah. That's yeah. part of it.
0: So we will um, post the conditions of the seventy five heart if any of our listeners are interested in doing
1: that. So
0: anything else to add with what you've done in guns?
1: No, that would last up for a week just excited to try well to get that written put it together and try a over PS
4: release for the first time. Yeah. But uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. Sounds good. Hey. I have just got a comment here. Yeah. Welcome, Jay. Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate
0: that. You guys are awesome. Oh, you're awesome. Okay, boys, stop gushing. Alright, Josh. <laughs> Take it away.
3: Alright, well Josh felt like a loser, so I went up and got my sheep dog. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't count because it wasn't in my pocket, but I have it now. so... Yeah, he ran Jeff's up is, too. like always, Jeff's is still bigger, so whatever. Oh my god!
5: <laughs> oh
4: my god. <laughs> oh. Honestly, Amanda, we've measured mine's bigger. Oh my, oh my god! god. <laughs>
3: because <laughs> to to so we're video. It's drinking all the water That's, that's what it's...
0: it's not about the size that counts
3: all right so i tried to i tried to keep it kind of chronological because i didn't know how to keep track of it from like a month i right? don't know and we actually did stuff which was yeah, good too so we,
0: we've been busy almost every weekend yeah
3: so you guys have
0: been actually mine's bigger No. Oh! <laughs> No, I got one. I got one. I think mine's bigger
4: than yours. Oh,
3: man. No, no. Man, this is not bigger.
4: No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Thomas just kicked my ass, and I'm going to have to go home and lick my
2: wounds. Mm. There you go. And this was actually a trophy from a PPC match.
3: A PPC match?
2: Not not a a
3: jousting jousting match? match. So,
0: for our listeners, he's holding up a sword. Reason,
4: Reason number... 1,999. Why we need to get this online? Yeah,
0: On... absolutely, absolutely. Because that was just awesome. What kind
3: of steel is that? Thomas?
0: <laughs> Don't, Don't want is that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: US 28, made in India. Mm. Oh, there, there you go. go. Good, good. All right. It hasn't started the rush yet, so. Oh
1: there well, that's good. Down here. Does that count? It's within...
3: There you go. <laughs> Okay, so you EDC done. an axe? I yes, were even on video, so that doesn't count. That doesn't no. Count. No, Jay wins if he, if he EDCs an axe. There, there you go. go. All right. It's a good idea. I
2: should try See, I actually even got a, an actual PPC trophy for that one. Woo! Oh, jeez.
5: Oh, man, Look at fantastic.
3: That. The little cop hat on there and everything. That's funny.
2: Yeah. Look at that. That's 2000. I like That's a long time ago. Yeah.
4: That's a, oh, man, we should be able to record... Amanda, figure out
0: how to record these skypes. Whoa. I can do the yeah. Skype recording. It's there. It's just uploading them. That's a pain in the butt. But we will figure it out. I promise. I'll fill in what I've been doing. But we'll let Josh talk first, because. Okay. Sorry. Okay. No, Sorry. it's okay. That's okay.
3: I'm not as I'm not as interesting as everybody else. There you <laughs> I went to a couple of breakfast shoots. So we on the 14th there we had a decent turnout. Uh, I wish we had more people out. Um, trying to figure out how we can how we can She's do out. that. What's that?
4: That sounds shut up to me.
0: Is that calling you down or gently throwing the gauntlet? Oh, I know. You, or placing know. it in front of you? No, I know you've no? got
3: stuff to do on Saturday. You, so. don't, you, know, you know why I'm not there. I do. No, we
0: know. We know. <laughs>
3: So we had a decent turnout, and I just, you know, just in general, like I just feel like uh, when I started at that club, it was it was the thing to do, right? And everybody mm-hmm. came out for the show and share, and that's where you kind of learned the range etiquette and met the old guys, learned how to shoot and the rules and that kind of stuff. It was it was a good it was a good time, mm-hmm. and it's just not like that anymore. And I want to try to get that back, but I guess it's good too. There wasn't that many people because I won the handgun, <laughs> so yeah. the pay for pay for my breakfast. So that's a, that's all right. So I shouldn't complain too much. Yeah. Side note, Josh
4: was the only person shooting
3: <laughs> That's
0: not true. I shot handgun. Okay, I beat him. Mark <laughs> shot handgun. I
3: think and, there was five, wasn't it? Yeah, there was five. Probably, that's yeah. good.
0: So, okay. yeah. All
3: right, all right.
0: Because didn't I place in handgun too? I think
3: uh, so. I don't remember. I can't remember. I wasn't concerned.
1: You won the Ike I would have had my money on that.
0: Oh, no, I didn't.
3: So. You won the ladies' division.
0: Did. The ladies' division. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, she, remember, she kicked everyone's butt in one. There's one
3: thing. Oh, no, no, was the That the, the Texas, Texas star. star. Yeah, yeah.
5: I, te- I kicked everyone's yeah. butt
0: in the Texas star, except for...
3: Uh... See, she's good with the moving targets, just yeah. like Clay's, right? Just
0: like Clay's. She, yeah, she, nice. needs,
3: she right. needs the target to be moving. Yeah. So as long as I stay still, I'm fine. <laughs> All right. But, uh, well, after that, Amanda uh, and I went to Ontario Gun Services. And yes. The guy was was pretty nice, and he he dug through his random screw pile, and he got me what I needed for my 3D printed uh, scope mount for my Rascal. Um, came home and home and mounted the red dot. So now we have a Tactor Rascal. So I've got the pictures there in the show notes for everybody to see. Mm-hmm. Um, since then, that, I've, I've done. Bur- that,
4: that was the, the uh, shoot the sun.
3: No, it was the old man that I dealt with. Oh, it was
0: man. yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. And yeah. his wife. Yep, but he, he's the one who helped yeah. me out. So. Yeah. Um, but no, it was good. It was like, you know, I, I kind of, I think I said this to you guys before, it's like I, I went to Clinton Sporting to do the same thing, and he wasn't really very helpful. He wanted to sh- sell me yeah. a, a new... A new kit for 30 bucks, right? And I was like, well, I don't really need that. I just need some screws, right? Yeah. I, I bought a Browning. <laughs> you know, you could have you done something to help me out, you know? Yeah. And, and I didn't buy anything from this guy. And I just walked in there and. Did I
4: not text you pictures or of like. From McMaster, you did,
3: but how much would that This yes. cost me five bucks, right? And this was easy. And I just went and chatted with the guy. And... We
0: just we, we had to deliver their banner
3: back but... <laughs> <laughs> for arranged <me> <laughs> Day story. last we, oh, should... we should have kept it
0: for next year, yeah. <laughs> just keep it, just yeah,
5: keep yeah. It because I've got it
3: booked, yeah. 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 But no, I just you know, that's the point is that you know, I spent all that money in Clinton and he wasn't very uh-huh. helpful and then didn't buy anything from this guy and he spent. You know 20 minutes digging through his screws right? so that, that was, was kind of cool awesome. but uh yeah. since then I've, I've done version 2.0 I, mike mike's not here he'd appreciate this but i was playing around with different filaments i i did the pet g instead of the pla because i mean it's going to be out out in the heat in the sun and i've heard the pla can get soft um, so I wanted to. I have
4: no idea what language
3: you're talking. Yeah, about. this is for. It's the it's a type yeah.
0: of plastic material. Yeah. And so like... this
3: and it was kind of sliding. Oh, okay, on... so you 3D printed. This. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's why we needed okay. the screws only instead of the plate. That's right. right. Okay. Yeah.
3: And I figured it was okay. just for the for the 20 just 22. It's just for the rascals. So it's I for I the kids. It was good enough, yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Right. And it was a free yeah. it was a free red and dot.
3: It was kind of sliding a little bit on the other one because I couldn't really torque it down because I didn't want to crush it. So mm-hmm. this. This uh, pet G is a lot stronger, so I could torque it down a bit better. And uh, I fixed the countersinks because the screws were different than the than the model that I downloaded. So I tweaked it up a little bit, and it's much better now. So got it all mounted up. Everything's good. Um, so that's that's a win. Uh, the, the kids like it. It's a lot easier for them to use. Well, I I don't know. Dawson Dawson was going with the iron sights, with the aperture sights, but. Uh, I, I
0: think that was just based off of preference because yeah. he knew it was a different skill level yeah. and he's very competitive. Yeah. He wants to be at the best at everything.
4: Iron sights is nothing. Not a bad goal. Oh. It looks really good. Like, that looks slick.
0: Yes, yeah. it does, and it worked yes. well. Andy worked did really well with it.
4: And
3: it is just a Tasco, but it's for the kids. <laughs> yes, it is it's for the kids. And you know. it's a red dot with sentimental value. That was Ray's, one of the guys who passed away at the club. I wound up with his one of his red dots yeah. from his estate. So, yes, yeah. yeah.
2: So, well, you know, the, the very first red dots that came out that were popular with competition shooters were the Tascos. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're the only ones making them. At one point, so the 4.2 yeah. was the, the red dot to have. Yeah, well, there yes. you go. Yes, I yeah. agree. So. But uh,
3: so that's that. Uh, the next day we went to to Clinton for five stand. Amanda's first go with the Satori. Um, I she let no. me try it.
0: Second.
3: Oh, was it? The, oh yeah, you went without me. That's right. I went without. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. That's right. So the first time I was there, the first time I got to use it, and uh, I still couldn't really hit much, but it was a nice shooter. It felt good, so I was I was happy with it. It went bang every time, so that was good. Uh, and then we went to uh, I went to a bullseye match in Harrison a couple weeks ago. Uh, we got a, yeah. our club has been uh, invited to all of their shoots, so I thought that was kind of cool. They've reached out to do kind of an inner club thing. They want to be invited to our uh-huh. IDPA ish type things and we'll go lost... to their bullseye stuff. So. Yeah,
0: we're inviting them to our breakfast yeah. as well.
3: Yeah, we yeah. had yeah. And the last breakfast shoot, we had um, one of the Harrison guys came out to check out our club. So hopefully we can start That's doing fantastic. yeah, doing some more stuff with them, right? Yeah, and it's nice to know you know they. You're not just getting people that you don't know. You know they know how to shoot. Mm-hmm. You know they're from a club. Mm-hmm. They've got their club level safety and all that jazz. Some
0: and... of them have black yeah. badge.
3: So... Yeah, there's some IPSC shooters yeah. there too. And yeah, yeah, so I got to chat with a few guys there. And hopefully we can we can get their their clubs a little bit older and you know needs a, l- a few more improvements. But it's it's a good place to go. So is ours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well no, no, it's, it's kind no, of like ours, ours was about maybe 10 years ago.
5: <laughs> yeah. Well, not even yeah.
0: when we. Okay. Probably when I first. I've never been
3: there. Yeah, like there's just like a gravel floor, right? It's not concrete or anything yet. Okay. And it's like the lighting okay. could be a little bit improved, but it's a it's a good club. it's kind of neat. They have the the turning targets. You know, we do we do yeah. bullseye. We just like blow a whistle and use a timer, right? They actually okay. have the turning targets, so you know you've got your three second exposure and then it flips back, and you know so okay. it keeps everybody okay. makes it a little bit easier. It keeps everybody more honest, and mm-hmm. it's kind of cool too because you got some skitters going across when it
2: turned. you're <laughs> Too uh-huh. late. <laughs> okay. So that was kind of neat. Um, yeah. But the guys were. Actually, it's fun. That's one thing I forgot. Actually, I restarted the bullseye at the club two weeks ago. We oh right, the yeah. And that's we've right. got we've, we've got the same type of targets. When we start, I send I can send all the targets out at once, and I can turn all the targets automatically. Yeah, it's oh, awesome, that's amazing. It's yeah. A, yeah. So. yeah, That's really cool.
1: So is it uh, is it NRA bullseye that you guys are shooting there,
2: Josh? It is, yeah. It's, yeah. So yeah. red dots are allowed? We're shooting red dots. Oh, I don't know.
3: I didn't see anybody with a red dot. I don't know if it's allowed or not. But, uh,
0: they have a fairly small club.
5: So. Yeah, there's
3: 50 or so members, I think.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, but it was kind of cool. The old guys had the old uh, homemade plywood boxes, and they'd mount their scopes to the boxes and have all yeah. their stuff. It is kind of neat. Oh, yeah. <clears mm-hmm. <clears <throat> they were Those shooting. Those are very expensive. Bench hard to find Bench these days. Bench they are hard to
0: find. vent shooting.
3: No, no, bullseye, like bullseye one-handed box. pistol. they all
2: everything in the same box.
3: Yeah, yeah, and then they mount their scopes so they can see where they're where they're shooting and. Yeah, it was kind of neat. They're good, sh- good shots. Those guys. I, yeah. I was out of my league. <laughs> That's yeah. for sure. And I hadn't done it for a while. And, and, uh, you know, just the change of scenery, and not being in your home club, so you get those little bit of jitters too. And, yeah. So, but it, it was good. It was a good time. I'll go back for sure. If you, um, uh, if you
1: enjoy it and shoot it at your club, you can shoot the ISSF stuff um, and submit your scores monthly for their Coast oh, challenge. You get, oh, you, you get can. medals okay. for free. Yeah, it doesn't cost you anything. Hmm. It's a really good program.
2: That's cool. Just double check because I think the, the NRA allows red dots and I think ISSF does not, unless they've just. Does not, it. no. Yeah. I don't think they do, yeah. No. So most, some of the NRA that you can use red dots or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just cool because it's like a virtual
1: competition. They do it once a month and you submit your score. And uh, you, yeah, it, as far as I know, it doesn't cost anything. I've submitted scores and it cost me a penny. Yeah. Um,
3: cool. yeah
1: and you get, you potentially get a medal. <laughs> If, uh, yeah. Badge, right? yeah, it's a mail match, right? Yeah, it's mail match. It's really
3: cool. Yeah, because yeah, that's that's how our Thursday night shoot started. We were shooting bullseye, and and we kind of got away from that and started doing more PPC kind of stuff, IDPA yeah. stuff. And but uh, I I remember really enjoying it, and I just felt super rusty because we haven't done it in maybe Very a couple of years, right? Yeah. But that's how that's how awesome. we started. So.
2: A lot of the action just took guys and will we'll talk down to bullseye saying it's yeah. boring and stuff. But it's yeah. it's the gateway drug to a lot of shooters. And that's you what happens. Yeah. Bullseye yeah. Bullseye exactly. is, is the stepping stone. And then you'll try into Yeah, like your club example, like get into PPC, yeah. and then the guys will find PPCs is kinda of boring yeah. and they'll get into Ipsy. Like that got us
3: before. that got our feet wet into holsters and then we get more yeah. comfortable and yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: It's not just the gateway though, but you learn a lot. Especially if you're an experienced shooter and go back to Bullseye, you'll learn You'll learn a ton yeah it'll be like you can get really deep into those fundamentals so that's what i found with the rifle shooting i thought i knew a lot it's humbling yeah
3: yeah it. it's pretty cool that's awesome. one thing that threw me off a lot with the rapid fire they had enlarged targets for the rapid fire and i didn't really know they oh, yeah. didn't really know where to aim because i'm set for for 20 yards at a six o'clock hold with the standard that's right. dot right and i'm just like okay well, so i was just kind of off in space because it's all just black. <laughs> so I was just kind of aiming where I thought I should. But, I mean, with the rapid yeah, it's fire... Yeah,
2: it's about an inch bigger, isn't it, Jay? An inch and a half slow fire and the tank fire? Yes. yes could, Which rapid we never... Rapid fire is, is, a, is a bigger bull with less, less scoring rings. That's mm-hmm. correct.
3: Yeah, and, and we never true. switched them when we did them at our club. We just used the same targets, right? So it was, mm-hmm. totally threw me off. I was not
2: ready for that. that. would do it. Yeah, we have, yeah. We have both at work. Yeah. Oh. That's really cool. really
3: cool yeah so i'll definitely go and and like i say it was good that they came out to uh to our breakfast shoot so we'll see if we can make something work there for sure Mm -hmm. um let's see what else did i do here well i guess i put in there two thursday nights we're trying to get the guys back to bullseye so i uh I, i tried to get uh some people out on thursday but we had a bit of a snowstorm so nobody came out and then uh, the one guy who actually made it wound up in the ditch <laughs> he, got, he got pulled out by a farmer and and uh, made it but he was 40 minutes late so it was just the two of us and we just wound up goofing around but so I'm gonna try to get the Thursday night guys back into that so
5: mm-hmm.
3: we'll see how, we, see how that goes and then uh... I'll
4: try that I'll try to do that too yeah,
3: yeah no, but I, think to sounds... so far. I think he'd like it for sure
0: He sounds so oh,
3: like uh... you need more handgun practice
2: Yes you do. So I, I know that's that was one of my needs. It's challenging. Days. I'm I'm not very good one-handed. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, and especially with my eyes. So
4: yeah.
3: So then uh, yesterday I I went to uh, Odell Engineering. I took the Canuck in uh, for some some warranty checkups to see what's going on because we we're just always having the cycling issues and. When I met uh, I met the guy at Taccom and he said you know give me a call come on over we'll see what we can figure out so of course I bring it in it's just like when you go to the doctor and nothing's wrong right? they don't uh-huh. find anything yeah. so I brought it in he went and he checked it he did three consecutive mag dumps no issues I was like well f-. oh shoot oops <laughs> so what do I so what do I do now right so
5: yeah. uh, so
4: so but well, we don't, don't have where? to tell Mike yet point right now yeah 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 <laughs> um, so where did you actually do this is one thing I was going to ask you. Where did you do the mag dumps? Well,
3: he went. He went outside. I was in the office, and he took it outside and and went and shot it.
4: So this is at their facility. Yeah, or... that's right. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just outside their office in the woods. Tough. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Perfect.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, it would like it would have been idea. cold weather too, so that's good. It was so. cold weather,
3: but it didn't have a chance to really get. The gun didn't get cold because no, it I came from so. my truck, my hot truck, to the office, to the to the check up basically and uh I, I don't know his his thing was uh make sure it's out ounce, ounce and an eighth loads if you shoot one ounce loads you'll probably have issues with it is what he said and it's like well i suppose i accept that answer because it is a lighter load and and you know semi's a semi and semis can be finicky i get it so we'll see i'll just try to make sure that i have ounce and an eighth and go try it out a couple of times and see if we have issues and he was good about saying you know If you do that and there's still problems, give me a call. It's just, it's kind of embarrassing when you're, when you're standing there and you said there's an issue and he can't replicate the issue and, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: Well, I told him, I said, next time I'll, I will, once we'll go to the range, we'll record. And if we also, (laughs) at that point, if it's still doing okay, then I'll maybe take it for a a trip, and I'll do one round of yeah. five stands. It sucks,
3: though, because you have that anxiety yeah. of, well, is it going to go off? Is so it not? it. Right? it and works. I'm sitting there next to her, is it going to go off? I'm screwing me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, they're super nice guys, and and I think they are going to stand behind their product. But, I mean, I get it. If there's nothing wrong, why um, would I replace the gun or fix it or whatever, right? Wow. Well, and, and well, you know, he was, it was pretty cool. Like, I met Phil, uh, the owner, and yeah. he's like, Okay, where do you shoot? And I told him Clinton, and he's like, Oh well that's a little far. I was gonna say if you shoot near me, I'd come out with you and shoot around, shoot a match with you. And I was like, Oh well that's yeah. awesome that he would offer that, right? Like mm-hmm. if we we're yes. shooting somewhere yes. near to him, he'd come out and try it, right? And I thought that was pretty yeah. cool. <clears> yeah. But
4: uh Then he gave you some swag. Yeah,
3: I got some swag. I'm wearing my new Canuck toque and we've got a couple
4: of T shirts and yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he, so well, he, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's that's for thought that
3: swag was for No, nope, and that's what I was gonna say pants. that's what I was gonna say next this is swag is for me to buy me off and make me go away okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I did uh, I did talk to him about that and uh, you know we we're chatting about the CCFR and that kind of stuff and and I said well you know we are arranging a ladies' Day. And uh, he was super excited to hear that. He gave me his wife's card and he said to email her when we have a date and let her know that I was the guy that was in for warranty and talk to Phil. And she would hook us up with swag and whatever he could. um, And same for National Range Day as well. He said, if you're doing that, let me know and we'll we'll get you hooked up. So that was awesome. I thought that was great. Oh, yeah.
0: It was a very fantastic. It, it was a yeah. good attitude. No, it was, it
3: was a good like, experience and a bad experience, right, at the same time. It's like, yeah, I don't want you know, anything to be wrong with this though either. Like, I'd rather it just work. Yeah. But like I know that there's super. something – I know that there's potentially something wrong here. But Thomas brought up a good point before the show. What were you saying, Thomas?
2: Well, a lot of the Turkish guns, i uh, descend these on the pumps. The, the problem is the fit and finish isn't the best, especially on the action bars. Yeah. <laughs> so if there's any rough spots or anything, it's going to drag. Friction, mm-hmm. so it needs the heavier load to cycle. Yeah, so <laughs> I, actually, I bought my uh,
5: <laughs> yeah,
2: just like a news con. <laughs> see, now I, now I don't want to see her, Jeff. I'm okay,
5: yeah.
2: <laughs> but no, well, I, I actually I bought my Hatson when I took it. I, whenever I buy a, a new firearm, I always disassemble it, I always move all the original packing grease and everything else, mm-hmm. and I especially the chamber because it could be metal filings in it. So, in new gun, clean it completely. Yeah, and the action bars looked a little rough, so I just had a little uh. Turtle wax polishing compound, you know, for getting scratches out of uh, nothing too aggressive. Yeah, yeah. And I just polished the action bars. And I got rid of any rough spots, smoothed it all out. And I checked the channels inside the receiver. They were okay. But I still put a little bit of the uh, the, the, the compound in there. And I just cycled it about 100 times. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like buttery smooth now. And I've been firing the lightest loads. Well, it's, so that's what these are. These are one-ounce target slugs. No problems.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But that's no. all I shot through the gun.
3: Now Jeff, I thought your Uzkon actually ran pretty well, didn't it?
4: Uh, only high loads. Yeah. It oh, okay.
2: Does not.
3: I guess when we were definitely. shooting clays with it, we were only launching one at a time, anyways, right?
2: Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of the Turkish guns wouldn't fire the light stuff, like uh, what yeah, Phil's it bringing in. And like Phil Dell's a great distributor. I've known Phil for many years. Yeah. Any of the stuff that trigger wholesale, like but, all the oozcons, they they this, all this
4: is one of those controversial uh controversial um oozcons as we discussed probably <laughs> five years ago, Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um the semis that maybe not got paid for, some got paid for
3: Yeah, you can't find one anymore, right? Like they're not a thing anymore. No
2: what no does? you yeah. Okay. This is a gas station. Anybody that have one that wouldn't cycle the light loads. And yeah. that distributor really just said you had to yeah. fire them the heavier. Style. Okay, well,
0: newbie question here then. My first shot would always cycle properly. It's the second shot that would always cycle properly. Well, yeah, that's not. the cycle. That's the cycling. That's the cycling like it'll part go of off,
3: it? but it, yeah. it won't eject that yeah. round and load another one properly. That's the yeah. problem.
1: Okay. Yeah. Is it
2: a gas gun, Josh? It is. is. A, yes. a, yes. uh,
3: it's a gas. gas gun, yeah. Gas. I'm going to start drilling the forts out.
2: Now, did, are the failures only for Amanda, or do you get failures too, Josh? I do too.
0: Yeah. So, on a good day, in <clears> 25... Well, that would be more than 25, right,
3: Thomas, is what you're thinking? Like, no. maybe it's Well,
2: I'm thinking your, your stance, your grip, everything yeah. else. Like yeah. Well, yeah, less, no, So it's if a... the gun's allowed to recoil, move more in your hands. Yeah, but if it's a gas
3: thing. gun, that shouldn't matter, right?
0: Yeah, gas shouldn't matter. I didn't think. Perhaps it
3: should. But it gets still, it's know, funny though because when I when I was in Clinton Sporting before I bought the Browning, I was I was I was kind of thinking about how am I going to pay for this, right? So I was like, would you take a would you take a Hunter on on trade in? And he's like, I don't want any Turkish semis because yeah. they're just an issue. I don't want any yeah. of them. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. So I mean, he said he would
3: take a pump, but he wouldn't take a semi. So. Yeah. And that's I mean, fair enough it
0: it. i would like to keep that gun if we could get it working <laughs> we
5: and both it, like it
3: like, i love like it
0: yeah. i like shooting it when it's working <laughs> fine and it's nice and light <laughs> and it works it's I love great. The, the look of it it's 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 a nice gun i don't yeah, really cool want to get a pattern
3: of it. with bronze bronze receiver it's yeah kind of, it's neat yeah
0: i love it i just don't i don't want to get rid well. of it and yeah. it yeah and it fits me well so
2: I don't All know. I'll the internals, if it makes a difference. Yeah. yeah, Yeah.
0: so we'll we'll take a look at that. Yeah. Shoot the
2: snot out
0: of it. Well, I've been trying. I've at least put 500, <laughs> 500 rounds through it. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty good, yeah. Yeah, because I, like, I was both, going...
5: Well, yeah. that
3: was a least... question he had for me, too, is like, uh-huh. oh, it looks pretty clean and new, and, like, how many rounds have you had through it? I was like, at least, you know, between 500 and 1,000 by now at this point, right?
0: Because I was go- I'm was i going at least every month <coughs> and shooting 50 to 100 rounds each.
3: Well, in the summer, oh. you were shooting more. In the we summer, I, clay, yes,
0: so. when we were doing clays. So... Uh-huh. And the thing is, it depended on the day. One day I would only have one issue, and some days I would so have I every wonder, other shot.
3: I wonder if that was me not paying attention. Like, I just grab whatever box of target load, right? I don't really care. Yeah. So maybe some were announced, maybe some were announced at an eighth. I don't know. Yeah, and because when we tested okay, it
0: right? at the club, <laughs> we had one round malfunction for every 25. Right. And I did two... two, um like 50 rounds total so yeah. and so a two out of 50 yeah. so that was when i can handle two out of 50 right that's not a big of a deal it still then, sucks though. the very next have, day it any, was right? like yeah because we went to the, the <clears> shoot <throat> what the if very next day that was, your day dinner and that and it was dinner seven <laughs> it was peeved but regardless
4: my 870 works every time yeah
0: i know but it was a good deal thomas can attest for that it was a really good deal I couldn't gonna, say no, I'm to
4: not, it. I'm not arguing with you. Yeah. I'm just I know.
0: So the, anything the, else to the add? The problem
2: is when when people go buy a shotgun, uh, especially a first timer, yeah, a lot of their decision is price driven. Oh yeah. well, and it
3: was too. It that was. was. Year, it well we really knew we wanted to we wanted a semi because of the recoil. We thought we thought Amanda needed a lighter recoil and really she probably doesn't. No. And then the price just, you know, it was, it
2: felt like such a steal, right? And I guess that's why. It was, right? it was a good price. <laughs> Yeah. For sure. Yeah. We so only paid, we, we paid $400. To second one, you, you, you end up buying a, a much higher quality. You yeah. To, and you and
0: Especially if I'm back. into it. Like, if I wasn't really into it, like, that gun was worth using well, it now as we're, my we trial. Spent, we
3: spent three times that much now on the Browning. Yeah, so.
0: Exactly.
4: <laughs> so, exactly.
0: Yeah. Anything else to add to your, what are no, you do I'm done. done. You You're done. Are you sure? You go ahead. Okay. Well, um I will say the breakfast shoots have been fun, so being a um, part of the director's group, I have been um, like pushing myself to go to every mm-hmm. every breakfast shoot at this point in time so because if anything else at least I'm there for the events and you know I'm kind of leading the event portion uh, and the uh, social media committee so it's been fun to be there meet new people. Starting to uh, warm up to being a range officer when we have new shooters or newer shooters, so you know that's been okay. Uh, I have placed at almost every one too, like mostly with my uh, iron sights, so I've been pretty excited about that. So usually second or third. So. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. So you know that's been that's been good. <clears throat> And while we were at uh, Ontario Gun Services, we I did spot a cricket. I was very, very close to buying it for Dawson because he's left-handed, and I mean he's shooting great right with the Rascal.
4: It's a left-handed cricket.
0: But it's a left-handed cricket. It's like four hundred bucks, and I'm like, oh, this would be a good thing for him. And he goes, but. And I said maybe if we just get him to hold it to see if it feels right for him, because maybe he's a right-handed shooter. Well, but you know, you know how like these guns, if you
3: hold one, you're gonna want it. You're gonna want it. It's like it, a puppy. Yeah, 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 it's like a puppy, right? Yeah. You know.
0: I don't know. I just thought <laughs> it, he's. Re- if any of our kids are really into it, Dawson is.
3: But that's right? what I want to see. Like I want to see the genuine interest continue. And yeah, then I guess not it, just a few shots. Into it, right? Yeah. So. You know?
0: Yeah. And so absolutely. the thought was, do we get rid of one of the. The rascals and I don't think we should I think that uh, you know if Dawson's is Dawson's because he's the only left handed right so we'll just leave it as is and leave the other two and then in later on if like like because Chelsea likes the blue Andy likes the pink but if for some reason like another child doesn't want to get into shooting then we can justify selling one of them (coughs) right so I don't know that was kind of the mindset I had and they're um, gonna,
3: they're gonna grow and yeah, yeah, they're get gonna grow for an adult size before you know it. Right?
0: But Dawson just fits those rascals like super well, right? Right? Because I've tried to... I wonder giving... why you
4: spent so much money on stuff, right? On slides and yeah, red dots and yeah,
0: I like you know he he's got an excellent eye for open sites, and he loves that challenge. Um, so. I'm not too worried about that. Um, anyway, so we went to that five stand where he tried the Satori, and that was actually my worst shooting day ever. So, again. Still, still beat me, though, didn't you? I did by one, <laughs> one play. And, it, like, even, even that, what's his, what's, oh, gosh. Jill? No. Young guy, dark hair, long, curly. Oh, Tom? Tom, thank you, Tom even said, hey, you're shooting, like, you're you're really lagging on the follow, the follow through, and I was just like, yeah, it's an off day for me, but I had two or three times when I went to go for the second shot with the over under, and the second shot was not going on the over under, and Josh had no problems, and I was like, is it the the inertia, or not the inertia, but, like, that where, like, I'm not shouldering it properly. and it's the inertia not... it resets, is the inertia that resets okay. the
3: trigger for the second shot.
0: So that's what I was thinking was happening, was maybe I wasn't holding it onto my shoulder properly. But then I pulled Bill aside and I said, I just spent a buckload of money, or Josh just spent a buckload of money on this. Why isn't it shooting on the second shot all of a sudden? And he goes... Are you holding on to the trigger and not releasing it fully on your second shot? And I said, probably. Yep. And he goes, that's
3: Cause a we were, browning
0: problem.
3: Because we were thinking you know, she's so, trying to be so quick on the follow-up. I
0: right? am. And that's probably exactly it. So he's like, just try. And I waited to ask him until after the fact. Now, apparently, as much as I love Bill, uh, he's a uh, Beretta snob. So, like, he is Beretta or nothing. And he probably owns like $25,000 guns, knowing him. Um, So, but he had nothing to say. He said my gun wasn't a good quality, but he likes to poke. I noticed him insulting in a funny way to another guy. But then when he realized that he thought he was upsetting me, he was just like, I just tease him because he's a Browning fan. And I'm like... I don't care i said i spent the money that i could afford and i knew that the three b's were Browning beretta and benelli right so i did uh-huh. get that right yes okay cool yeah, I so i am so i know Talks
4: with you thomas
0: <laughs> anyway so i'm like okay i i'm not insulted by that at all and he goes no that's a that's a browning thing so you have to let go all the way and not try and jump too quick to get that second shot. Because if you're doing that, it's not going to go off. And I'm like, okay. You so have to fully reset. Fully reset. And that's going to be a tough thing for me because I think the AccuTrigger. You know what
3: I think it was? You're wearing gloves and I don't think you.
0: Maybe I couldn't feel it. Yes. Because uh, that was new Maybe for me. Maybe it was
3: different with gloves on. Right? That would change
0: everything. Right. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. So yes, yeah. I was wearing his And you are wearing
3: gloves. My, my gloves, which were chunkier.
0: Right. So, right, right. after it, that I've <clears throat> never,
4: I've actually never shot a rifle, shotgun, or anything with gloves. It yeah. was I've cold that day. It. So,
0: that's the
3: thing, right? We almost never do, but no. the only time I do is when we shoot clays in the winter because your yeah. hands freeze, right? That's the only time I really do it, well, so I'm not used to it either. I,
4: I've been, I've been, I don't know, I've been in stands, I've been in a lot of places, and I've just mm. never thought about
0: some. Some days I'm not bothered by it, but that particular day the tips of my fingers were going numb. So I don't know if the circulation was bad. So I was like, I need to work
3: less. Well, and, and you're standing there waiting for your shot, too, right? So you're like yeah, holding uh-huh. your cold rod. Yeah, your pole well, pad so
4: I've, I've been sitting still. Yeah. And mm-hmm. still, like, I just. Sorry, it, I, I've never actually shot with. Gloves. Well, it's
3: much more pleasant. <laughs> mm-hmm. In the
0: cold, it's worthwhile. It probably is.
4: It probably is. Yeah.
0: So uh, we went to Canadian Tire right afterwards. in <coughs> Clinton or Godrich? Godrich. Godrich. And I picked myself up a pair of gloves that will fit me. And I actually got some with the, like, um, like the silicone dabs on it, so it's got more of a grip. Because my biggest concern about wearing gloves when I do is that I'm going to drop the gun. That was my biggest fear. I don't know how many times I, I freak myself out, like, oh, did like did I actually take out the load? And I'm always freaking out about everything. So one of the things or my biggest nightmares is that if I drop the wow. gun and the gun goes off, uh or damaging the gun. So I was like silicone gobs or daubs on the gloves, that's probably a, a good way to help me feel better about it. So I'm excited to wear those next time. <clears throat> Uh, but it was a really off day for me, and I wasn't too pleased. But I did beat Josh still, so I guess that's a win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I have to say though, I'm also very, really, really excited that the kids have been fully engaged, including Andy. Like they all took their breaks. So like two would shoot, then they would flip, take a break, two more. Like the two would come in, and then gave them all another chance to shoot again, and all of them did. Um, and they. They handled it really well. We just had uh, cartoons on in the main part of the club when they weren't.
3: That's the nice thing about our club. We've got a 60-inch big screen in the clubhouse. Exactly. <laughs> with smart TVs so and the
0: Netflix and the cable as well. So that was awesome. And, uh, you know, so I've been pretty happy with that, and we need to keep that up. And the final thing has been, like, the the club director's thing I've, Little laggy, with getting that newsletter out. I got to get it out hopefully before Monday because we have a um, members meeting on Tuesday. So I've been running the newsletters. So that's been pretty good. Uh, Jeff and I had a powwow. you've
4: been doing a kick-ass job at that. Oh,
0: thank you. So I just kind of pull it out of my butt, honest to God. I'm just like, okay, you gave me a tidbit here and I I elaborated as far as I can. I'm pretty good at doing that. So, um, you know, it's been busy. I'm glad I'm part of the board. I'm learning a lot more about our events and about how mm-hmm. things are run. You know, it's nice to be with a group of, like, gentlemen who are more
4: I'm, blue, I'm blue color. I am glad you and I are on the board yeah. at the same time. I agree. Because we support each other. Yes, we, we do. We both have kind of the same ideas. Mm-hmm. And we can work through them.
3: And it's w- important we're... to have allies in the in the group. Yes. And yes. you know,
0: it's not to say that I don't ha- like I don't get along with everybody because I do, but it is. Um, some of it kind of goes over my head. And you
3: can sometimes. And you can get along with somebody without thinking about something the same way, right? Yeah. Like that's, exactly. That's yeah. the thing, right? Yeah. No,
5: no. so it's no. been it's been but nice. I I am very
4: glad that you know Josh. I know you've timed yourself out mm-hmm. because. Uh, you've been there on that, Mm -hmm. got the t-shirt. Yes. Uh, but for my time on the board with Amanda, Mm
0: -hmm. I'm
4: really looking forward to what we can do with the club.
0: Yes, I agree. You know, main concerns have been always been budgeting. Like I'm excited for the events and what we can do. It seems like we, we can, you know, make a little bit of money in some situations. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, yep. I'm excited for the growth. The club wants to kind of be very progressive, but of course, cost is always a concern. Right. So, uh-huh. um, I don't know how to go about it. Like, I don't even, even like out of, out of club event planning, like usually like that was a learning curve about, um, uh-huh. like permits or anything like that. Like, what do we need to do? Uh-huh. And so, I mean, it's totally out of my jive on, especially the, um, the property. Like I would like to learn more about the property and how, yep. how we function with that and how we can get the members involved more. So, I mean, that's been a a learning curve, I think, but, uh, you know, Josh is always like, so what's the scoop? What's going on? So <laughs> he, he likes.
4: Don't, fun- <laughs> don't sorry. Mm-hmm. I that when I have my help. Um,
0: don't tell him don't tell him because he sits there and he mopes about the money spent <laughs> yeah and I can't
3: even come to the meeting on Tuesday because we don't no, take yeah. the girls to girl guides
0: snooze you lose bud So, well I think that it up for me I didn't do a whole heck of a lot Josh kind of covered the majority of it and uh, gentlemen, we've been discussing for over an hour what we did in guns, but I'm pretty excited. Oh, so it happens
3: when we take longer to do a show, right?
0: I agree. And of course, we had some new introductions, and we missed Thomas the last one. So let's uh, get into our main topic. Um, Jeff is going to lead most of this about recapping of Jeff's. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to recap Jeff's 2022 go major hunting trips. Uh, so let's see here. <laughs>
4: Uh, this for smoke.
0: So, Okay, so an experienced hunter doing larger, more involved hunts with traveling gives tips for planning to a new shooter. I really appreciate that because, you know, I'm very new to hunting. Josh's experience is quite limited. I don't know much about group hunting. I, I, I don't know what's going on there. So um, fill us in. So how about we start with mode of travel? So, what, what did you do, Jeff?
4: So, um, I guess I should preface this. I'm going to base this, everything on a long-range moose hunt.
0: Okay, that's cool. So, what kind... Some ki- place
4: yeah. someplace where you can actually get tags. Okay. Because so, we have... So, my, ahead,
0: po- my question is, what kind of terrain are you looking for?
4: Let's say the north shore Mm -hmm. of of Lake Superior. Okay. And just from our perspective, we've Mm -hmm. got a 14 to 16 hour drive.
0: Okay. So that's quite, so are you wanting to try and uh, get a cabin up there lodging first? Like
4: booking that? Well, we've, We've looked at that so last time that we did this we had we did arrange for a lodge mm-hmm. and what we found was ironically that we had um, we had two cabins where actually we could have found out that it, we found that it, one cabin would work. Okay. So that would have cost. That would have cut the costs by probably about a thousand dollars. that
0: I can only imagine because. And how far in advance do you have to uh, book a cabin or or a campsite or whatever it is that you end up doing? I'm I'm assuming it's depending on the season, right? So right some so, some people could go pretty yeah. old school and do tenting and
4: do that. So, but... Well, we had to get ta- tags first. Yeah. So everything starts with tags. yeah So the discussion t- started literally a year before we went on this hunt because we knew we weren't going to get uh, any tags in 50. everyone put their their tags in for 50 where our actual hunt camp is and we knew even though people had lots of points Mm -hmm. we were not going to get a tag in 50. So, our second choice was now, forgive me now, um, it was either, I can't remember if it was, tw- no, it was 28. 50 is uh, on the west border of Algonquin. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20 is uh, west of Lake Superior national or er, provincial park. Gotcha. So there's there's a big difference there. Okay. <clears throat> so we had to figure out how we were gonna get there.
5: Yeah.
4: Once once we started getting tags there. Because that was the only place that we could go moose hunting. Yeah.
0: Um I'm gonna pause for a second. Thomas, Jay, have you been moose hunting before too?
4: Yep. Okay. I go we go up to our
1: hunt camp up in uh, Magneto One. Um, we haven't drawn a, a tag in the last couple of years. Okay. The first year there, we drew a bull tag and bull.
0: Yeah. So, would you say that it takes you, like, like you start planning a year in advance as well?
1: Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. It, the, like, the big thing is obviously get your party together, get your draw,
4: like, it yeah. draws it. Um, uh, Magneto kind of One, there. what's that? What? Uh, 49. Forty
1: nine. Okay, okay. forty nine. Yeah. We uh, we lucky our first year, and then after that we've had uh But there's there's boatloads of moose there. I, I can't go to that property without seeing.
4: Exactly. Right.
0: Well, that's awesome. All right, Same so way. so the main thing is um re- making not only accommodations for a cabin or campsite, but how so how are you guys are getting there? So how many of you okay. are you traveling? Like so are we talking. Two people? Are we talking 10 people? Are we talking 20 people? What are we arranging here?
4: Okay. So we have different experiences, right?
0: Yes.
4: Now. So <clears throat> we had two groups uh, of One, two, three, four... oh, 12. Let, let's say 10, 12 guys.
0: Okay. And how do you all get up there? Do you take a bus? Do you all kind of um, um, carpool together with trucks, or like how 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 do you how do you find works best for your group?
4: So some of us were coming from southwest, some some were coming from southeast Ontario, Mm -hmm. and. Knowing the train that we were going to be heading up into, Mm -hmm. um, we had to have a mix of of ATVs. Okay, and so four wheelers and one Argo. Okay, but we also had an enclosed trailer that carried. Most uh, of our supplies, okay,
0: and did you found that all that was sufficient for your your hunting trip, or do you think it could have used something different or more?
4: Well, it was sufficient absolutely was sufficient. Um,
0: maybe overdone.
4: We could have actually we found that we could have actually ditched the Argo okay and gone with another side by side. And, Instead of the Argo.
0: Okay, so what's the difference between an Argo and a side-by-side? I don't know
1: crap.
4: So So, so an Argo is a tracked vehicle that will literally go everywhere.
5: Okay. And it floats. It oh. floats.
2: Yeah, one okay. of the six wheels is something you can put tracks on. They're Canadian-made. Okay. Yeah. It's
3: made in New Hamburg.
2: Yeah, they're, they're, they're made in New Hamburg.
4: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: that's awesome. <laughs>
2: But well, a lot of that depends hunt. on what terrain that you're actually hunting on, too, right? Whether exactly Argo would be to your advantage or four x four. A lot of these places, you can, you can you have to leave your cars in certain area, and you have to hike in or fly in or drive so, in. So,
4: so we we drove. Uh, um, it was a two day drive. We drove to. Oh shoot! I and I, I can't remember the place. It'd be on the northeast shore of Lake Superior. Okay. And we met up there. We the group met up there, and then we drove over to Terrace Bay. And refueled, and we were on a logging road. Oh, we were. <clears throat> an hour and a half up a logging road uh, on Longlack. And so there was a lot of bush clearing going on there. And actually in that spot at that time, a four-wheeler side-by-side was absolutely more useful than than an Argo okay
0: and Jay we had
4: an Argo in the crew okay
0: well it, it's good that you had it, just in case, but Jay, in your experience, uh have you felt like in the areas that you hunt in that you would have benefited from an Argo
1: um, or do
0: you feel like it was unnecessary
1: so for I've never had an Argo i don't I really don't I only had one experience on an Argo, mm-hmm. I think like, they're really nifty. A really nifty machine. None nice. of my hunting, honestly, the bulk of my hunting is we've we've done on foot. The only time we really needed an ATV is to get our help get our moose out. Okay. Uh, but deer and whatnot, I've I've dragged them.
3: Well, okay. that's what I was gonna say too. Is Hold you know, what's, yeah. what's, what's what's the most beneficial for actually getting the the body out? <laughs> so mm-hmm.
1: I found like for me like when we go deer hunting up the hunt camp and even here in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to avoid ATV use
5: because
1: mm-hmm. uh, I find that – I found that it pushes them, uh, and we found this based on our trail cameras. Uh, so if we, if you take your ATV out, you'll actually see them all pass by the camera, and then you'll see you on your ATV passing <laughs> by, <laughs> by. That's always
0: the way it <laughs> oh, goes, right? Yes. So,
1: uh, so okay. we've now kind of quit that in uh, – typically where I doubt, like cause my dad and I will hunt separately, and then uh, if we're successful – or like he tends to hunt in a blind and I tend – to uh, you know foot all kind of dog and push um, and I usually head to the back of the property if I get one there I'm typically dragging it uh, at least you know, just over halfway back uh, mm-hmm. and diagonally about you're close to you're about a kilometer and a half two kilometers it can, mm-hmm. it's just I use whether it be the if it's a buck I'll just grab the horns or, or use rope or whatnot, but just dragging the after feel dress at the direction of the Firm, and that's what I've had to do um, for all my, my deer hunting. Fur. Okay, see, you know, see it's what I really,
2: had... really, really popular these days are mm-hmm. the electric bicycles. Yeah, I've seen especially those guys yes. using um, Bullseye has yeah, those. Guys mm-hmm. They can load so up all the deer I... on their bike, no noise, and just drive right in. Yeah, so
4: we've actually talked about them as a group um, because when we're hunting. Big crown land, you know. We use the Argos, we use the side by sides,
5: mm-hmm.
4: and to drop people off. And we're like, well, what about an e bike, right?
1: That sounds. So cool. I, I think there's a lot of merit in that, just for the noise.
4: Exactly. But, but
3: I don't I mean, think they're overly great for rough terrain though. I
4: think like no. flat. No no no, 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 Can get them geared as, no, as mountain bikes. Yeah? Because yeah. the ones that
3: I've oh, seen at yeah. the ones I saw at Bullseye just kind of looked, you know, like a glorified road machine. But
4: mm-hmm. oh, that that's got.
2: Stop by the show. Five thousand dollar bikes in the shop because the owner's actually had a couple yeah. of them his and he's, he's resold them. You can I think mm-hmm. you can't have is it 500 watts we can get batteries yeah. you can get a thousand watt batteries so you're not yes. really supposed to use those up yeah. here but they, they have no way of knowing what your battery is they can't see the battery yeah so if you get a thousand watt battery for hunting your off-road so it doesn't really matter anyway exactly but, uh, all right and say
1: though for moose hunting i haven't had an issue with atv noise our moose are on our property they're really
3: all I know is that yeah, I just you know, text Jeff cool. and he comes and picks me up. So that's all. There you
1: <laughs> <know>. <laughs> Yeah, the deer. The 80s, I can say with all certainty, 100%, I have footage out of it. It pushes them, and you're you don't see them. Gotcha. For, for quite a while, yeah. So, so it really
0: depends on the the game that you're hunting for. So deer, like yeah. you want to be a little more discreet. Moose, they're not so disturbed by the noise is what I'm getting, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So, yeah. and the Argos, it's more about, like, if you're going to go in swampy terrain, but something big enough that you, like, an area that's cleared off enough that you can use the Argo, that's uh-huh. that's your key point. So, I'm guessing that you guys have scouted these areas before. Um, either these are familiar hunting terrains, or are these brand new spots that you guys are going to, and how do you figure out where's a good spot? Well, so. if
3: Jay has a hut camp, then he's very, very
4: familiar yeah. with that area. Very
0: familiar, yeah. but I'm, you know, yeah, so I can get that. So, Jeff, how did you figure that all out?
4: Well, and I'm just, I'm going to use this one hunt. Yes, of course. Um, we went in blind, but we had, we'd been mapping it. We'd been looking at satellite maps. We'd been doing... Everything we've been watching distances from the logging roads to the lakes. You know, just trying to get our measurements in, yeah. and just trying to figure everything out.
1: I think that's the one big difference between the two game animals. Where it's like, I think for deer, scouting ahead of time, as far as the animal is concerned and patterning the animal, it's it, it's it's valuable information you get. With respect to moose, I found. If you're going, like, oftentimes you don't control. You got your tag, you you have your idea where you're going to go. If there's moose there, it'll be very apparent. Uh, Their sign is very easy to find. They're pretty easy to, I found moose to be very easy to pattern. uh, I shouldn't say very easy, but easier to pattern based on just sign you can see. Uh, Where deer is a bit, I find it's a bit more, maybe a bit more work that way. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't personally just, like, I wouldn't be as concerned like if you're going way the heck up north, getting up there ahead of time to kind of scout and pattern them. Uh, pattern them if if you're if you're limited to one property that you're going to be hunting up there, you're just going to hit that property and just go find, sign your tracks, and want to figure out where they're moving. And, and
4: no, I just agree. Park yourself I there. Agree, Jay. Okay, I agree, Jake. No, because yeah. we we went up there just looking at yeah and
0: and was that a pass or a fail or do you think it needs improvement
4: at the end of the day it wasn't a success but it was a success it was a good hunt because we learned a lot and we learned a lot more about moose But you didn't catch your game. But you we, didn't catch... You never catch... You never catch
0: anything. No. Um, I guess that's true.
4: So... But we learned a lot about how Moose move. Okay. That's Ten it. hours north of where we were. And we didn't have any snow. So we were trying to figure out in the mud... where the moose were moving.
0: Okay. So that you so kind of went it, in it raw. Kinda,
4: it's kind of like down here. Yeah. Where you see deer moving all the time. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of pattern them. Yeah. You get a handle on them. But when you go up north, when you don't have that moose experience, it's, it's completely different.
0: And that's a fair statement so did you did any of your camping crew or hunting crew have experience with moose before or was this a new experience in that area
4: no, no every every everyone had moose experience no one had moose experience in that area
0: okay and that's a good statement to bring in so you learned something new while you were there so yes and that's why you felt it was successful that's awesome yes. okay So, um, let's kind of reel it back in a little bit and let's talk about your transportation of firearms and supplies. So, what it is that you did you bring? What did you find was the most valuable thing to bring? Because I'm assuming this is a multi-day excursion. So, what's something that you felt like you needed and what was crucial to transporting your firearms, which I find as a new shooter would be really important. So, fill me in.
4: So... Uh one of the things from experience was bring coolers. Okay. So I don't care if you store your extra boots or gear in coolers. Uh they're probably gonna be full coming home because even if you're not uh, successful with whatever hunt you're on, you're probably going to go fishing because you're upset. So yeah. <laughs>
0: if uh, if you can catch fight. fish,
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> I can't catch fish, uh, so
3: could you do so, any other hunting while you're up there, like grouse or anything, or like? Uh,
4: yeah. Uh, well, so. gotta remember be careful about what hunt you're doing at at the time. And what
0: region Uh, you're in too, right? So
4: Yeah. So we took a day off from Moose and we limited out on grouse probably in about thirty minutes.
2: (laughs) That would make me happy. And Yes.
3: What's the limit on grass?
2: In that area. Is that like I'm a, good. Like a dozen yeah. birds or what? Yeah, it's probably really high up there. Okay. It was
4: fifteen. Oh wow.
2: I think. Should be our national bird.
4: <laughs> really? It's not my fish. favorite. But fish. where we but where we were, um it was very interesting because the rough and the Bruce crossed up there, oh, and so okay. we had we had both white meat and brown meat because, uh, and forgive me I can't remember which one is which, but one is a dark meat and the other is a white meat and they have a different taste.
0: Well, you all better make me both, so that I know what what's what, what, because I've never seen a grouse. I, I, I can't say that I've ever seen one, and You've I of heard course one. have
2: I? I don't know. start
5: uh, Okay. Well. So, I've never I've
3: so, never seen one
0: around here. So would you would really? you cook? No. Yeah, I can't say that we have, and Did, I would you like start to know. They,
2: they sound like a motorcycle starting up beside you. <laughs> They'll scare the crap out of you. Right. They really will.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay, I so... I've a great
2: grouse spot not
1: far from my house. Next time you guys are up, we'll come up in the fall we'll, we'll I guarantee you, especially with my
4: dog. Mm-hmm.
0: So food-wise then, like, do you count on eating the grouse while you're there, or do you pre precoc- Absolutely not.
4: Absolutely, absolutely not? not? Somebody's in charge of food. Not
3: bringing any food. we got to shoot what we in eat.
4: <laughs> of food. Okay. So you figure out who's going to be a camp. MREs. No, <laughs> no. You eat better at camp than you do at home. I'll be honest with you.
0: Now, do you booze a lot at camp than you do at home? Yeah.
5: Uh, yes.
0: Okay,
4: cool. Um. So after the guns are put away at night. Of course.
3: <laughs> Just
4: very <That's>, careful. <laughs> Jeff
3: would be
0: very careful. So. Okay.
4: Um. Uh, food at camp is fantastic.
2: Awesome.
0: So and does everyone pitch in? Some charge in? Of the
2: food, yeah. some camps yeah. make it, uh, some guys charging getting the ammo. Never mm-hmm. do that. Never trust anybody no, to get no, your ammo. No. For no, you. so you kind of fend mm-hmm.
0: for yourself then. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, cool. If you're going if you're planning on going on hunting this the next season, buy your ammo now.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. All so right. we've never we've never done that, Thomas
4: we've always been okay so you pick one or two guys that work closely maybe together it'd be like saying like Josh Josh and I are gonna go to Costco we're gonna pick up food for a week
5: mm-hmm.
4: we kinda know and but you've gotta figure out how many people are gonna be there yeah. Um, uh, you got to figure three meals, snacks, um, you know, like are you going to put, do like a uh, platter of nachos later at night?
0: Yeah. I guess it's better if you have a facility like, um, uh, a
1: cabin or an
3: Airbnb. Yeah, Jay, what do, Airbnb. You, what do you have at your hunt camp? Do you have a cabin or what's going on there?
1: Yeah, so we built, There's nothing on it when we got it and then my dad and I, we built, um. A uh, a cabin and uh, we put in a well. There's a septic tank. There's no power though, so you're running off of generators. But the place is wired as if it, it, it's got power oh, Right. To, That's good.
4: Like,
1: generators that we
4: have. Do you have, uh, do you have indoor or outdoor facilities?
1: All indoor facilities. There are both. I mean, we have both, but yeah, indoor facilities. And then um, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's great. It's very comfortable. It's it's an mm-hmm. awesome spot. It's kind of like a little cottage. It took a little bit to build, but. It's kinda of worth any We just finished building a garage up there this year. Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: really? So yeah. I'm I'm here, so what I'm hearing is everyone needs to pull tags for It's a tough spot to get tags right now. I don't like we've had no luck. Um What we, we are we you one sorry, year what great luck what 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 WMU are you in?
1: Forty nine. If you go if you're oh, one you're... north than us, then yes. you can start, typically start to get tags. We're like kind of the one south. The funny thing is those there's moose. Out the wazoo there like i can't oh, I, know. Uh, I know last time i drove up there there was one standing in front of the door it was like literally at the, step of the door. <laughs> literally, it just uh, right. door.
4: i dare you to shoot me <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe we'll do a four-wheeling partridge hunt oh yeah no it's even even like honestly you just go walk it
1: and you'll run it moose. it's, uh, it's oh, very I know. hard I know. you can't i know uh you walk about 10 20 feet uh, in any direction you'll you'll step in moose crap <laughs> um, oh wow fine
4: Oh no, I kid you So this is what I say like it's, if you can get if there's signs for easy to see. Honestly, uh, in in his area, it's like deer down here.
1: Yeah. He, like okay. White tail
4: down here. Yeah.
1: All right. The deer they're nocturnal. They're you they like, you can never get them out during the day. That's so that's why I, I like I walk hunt. Uh, my dad mm-hmm. doesn't like because so he just can't walk like that anymore. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, so I take uh, I usually go up before him. Uh, and I'll take usually three or four steps and stop and wait and look and then take two, three, four steps, stop, wait, and look. And I do this the whole way, like I, and I literally will walk all day. Like
4: that. Literally, I, I prefer to sit on my back porch and tell Josh where to <laughs> look so that he yeah. can shoot it. To it's him. coming right for you. Yeah. <laughs> Me I do that here at time
1: because I'm on five acres here uh, where I am now, um, so I have to put on my five acres. Uh, but what I do is I time them with, uh, with a with with a uh, camera, and mm-hmm. if you get a doe tag, here you, your parents will get it guaranteed to get deer. They're very like you can set your watch so when they come, uh, come rolling through. But I've I had a few other interesting tips. Uh, I won't get into now, but kind of how to manage your property. And I've had a lot of success here in the backyard. Well, uh, that's
0: that's lucky that you have your own like campsite there. So from what I'm understanding, like either use um, any, um there must be Airbnbs up there. Um, So lodges and then, of course, setting up your own base camp, right? So I don't know how far I can take myself up there for, like, actual camping. Uh, Like, I mean, I did camp out in Jay's backyard, so that was kind of cool. But And that was
5: cool that night, too.
3: That's glamping. That's
0: glamping, yes, (laughs) exactly, right? So, uh, all right, so there's lots of options to look at. Uh, I guess it really depends on what part you're looking into and how much everybody's willing to spend. So my my question is, how much is everyone spending on food and lodging,
1: like per person? So, so
3: is Virginia lodging? listening? To this? Virginia's not listening. Right?
4: No, she she's yeah. disappeared. <laughs> lodging you should know ahead of time, right? Mm-hmm. So you're either base camping, um, Airbnb, and I will be, just throw caution out there because I have, not my experience, but I've heard that people um, don't like firearms in an Airbnb. Oh yeah, so, I, I
0: guess I guess you would have to clear. Well, anybody who has an Airbnb up north has to know that yes, <laughs> there's the right. risk of hunters. But, but like so I mean, I can understand let's, maybe let's going to Windsor and going, hey, I'm into, not bringing my firearms. Let's say that
4: you roll up into North Bay, yeah, for example, and say, you know, you're there. The neighbor that's, you know, getting a Few bucks to look after the property or just give a shout out to the owner. Mm-hmm. And all these guys
2: are showing up in camo and there's a whole bunch of firearms oh. there. And they're <laughs> we'll counting their money because it's hunting season up there and that's part of their industry. Well,
4: right? but You yeah, would think so. Okay but if they've got a policy that says no guns, you know, just. I, I would just caution you on that yes Well, I would
0: talk that. to I would probably talk to the Airbnb host likely in those situations Yeah, and yeah. okay, would, so you're you're finding be, a bit of
4: forefront
0: About what you're doing and what's going on yeah. and that's what you do in your little blurb when you're booking right like you're like mm-hmm. This is what I want uh, I wanted to reach out to you first before, you know, any questions or concerns, right? Like, because they always, even. Most
2: hunting going to be a problem. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, But I always like to reach out to them beforehand if it involves something like that. But, like, nine times out of ten it says, why are you visiting our town? Like, please explain and I'll help you facilitate, right? So a lot of the times when Josh and I use an Airbnb, I'll say, nope, we're doing a child-free weekend or evening so we don't, uh, we're just here to enjoy the the town and you know just need some peace and quiet. Well, right? we always
3: have guns with us, so never have no, guns okay. with us.
0: Okay, but anyways, okay, so we've got accommodations. We've talked a little bit about transportation. Um, what about your firearms itself? Like, what are you doing for safety? For safety. Well, how are you transporting and and keeping your guns when you're at camp? Legally. Legally. Of course, that is the correct answer, Thomas. You get a prize.
3: Woo! This is not legal advice. This is the opinion of the host. Yes, there you go.
0: (laughs) So, okay, so obviously transportation, you're going to be, you know, uh, putting either locks, like trigger locks on there, or... You know, locking up your your case that it's in as well, mm-hmm. um, and likely keeping it locked up until you're ready to use, right? Well,
3: for transportation, you don't have but, to have it locked, yeah. yeah.
0: right? Um,
4: so I'd rather <clears throat>
0: be safe than sorry, but
4: so transportation, uh, our biggest issue came, and uh, again, I'm just going to reference
5: this big hunt. the
4: hunt that yeah. we're that we're talking about. Okay. Um our biggest issue was well shit, guys. Uh we're stopping here for the night. We're sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Um uh, okay. shoot guys. We're stopping here for the night and well there's eight rifles. <laughs> uh in the bed of the truck, uh, what do we do now, right? Because we don't want to leave in the truck.
2: Why not? That's eight
0: rifles in Probably a truck. Maybe. I'd be nervous. It
4: wasn't. It was a pretty obvious cue with okay. uh, two four-wheelers
2: yeah, on average, the trailer
4: yeah. behind. Yeah, we were, we were absolutely advertising. And so we kind of pulled kind of key stuff gotcha. out of the truck and put it in our motel room mm-hmm. because then it would have been probably one of the best-armed motel rooms in that little town on the north shore of Lake Superior. I can't even remember where it was. All I know, all I remember is it was about 14 hours from here. Mm -hmm. And we still had an eight hour drive.
0: That's brutal. Could you imagine running that with the kids? It would be brutal. Okay.
4: (laughs) That's why you don't do it with the kids. That's why you do it with your friends. Yes, of course. All right,
0: so moving on to uh, gear. So, obviously, we've talked about dressing for the weather before. Um, But if you're packing for a multi-day, I'm assuming a lot of the hunting gear is pretty expensive. So, like, what's your, uh, like, what are some of the key points that you would want to recommend to people when they're hunting out, doing moose, and uh, going up
4: north? My Pocket warmers. No. Pocket Lots warmers. of pocket warmers. Okay, that's cool. Yes. so cool. So, the other thing is, your gear is never too expensive. Okay. So.
0: Uh, Josh would argue it, that.
4: It sucks being cold and mm-hmm. wet. Okay. Especially if you're going to sit there for four, five, six hours. Okay. So, put the money into the gear. And buy the best gear that you can afford.
2: Okay. And you have to realize, unless you get old and fat, that is going to last you many, many years because you're only exactly. going out for a few days each year with it. So you come okay. home, you clean it, whatever, hang it up, it doesn't get used again for another year. So. Okay.
0: okay, so as much as I'm learning... Uh, for a lot of things that quality over quantity. There are some products where I feel like yeah that's not really worthwhile. So like is it would you really say that hunting gear is meant to like is it any different than someone just buying a a uh waterproof uh winter coat from sport check? that's oh, like yeah. like they like
2: ch- a ripley course. brand or whatever yes yes the absolutely. top of technology hunting coats. yeah okay you could spend six seven hundred dollars in a hunting jacket just a jacket
0: just a Easy. jacket so okay so the ones buy, that canadian buy, tire buy. are not necessarily the ones to buy is what
2: you're saying Yeah, but if it's camouflaged and has remington stamped on it walk away oh, yeah. no no brownie <laughs> brownie brownie. brownie actually makes some nice coats. But the one thing
1: I will say that for them. some hunting gear that's out there is that it, um, some brands again, like they're they're manufacturing a product that has to appeal to a, a wide variety of locales. And mm-hmm. I, what I found over the years of spending a lot of money on different brands of hunting gear, and I I actually don't typically now, I I typically wear for the most part normal clothing. But um, after spending so much money and like especially boots, like from every brand name, just you know to. Several hundred dollar Irish setters to whatever. What I found is that things are just different in Ontario. It's muddy, it's wet, it's rainy, it's crappy. It's not the idyllic hunting locales that you typically see advertised or where this, where some of this gear was meant to be utilized. And I found that the key here is to be warm and dry. And because if you're not comfortable, you're not having a good time. Okay. And I yes, yes I, I yes. wanted to I went yes. the more that yes. direction.
3: Yes. And, and speaking of age becoming a factor, like what I even in my spring turkey hunt, like I was out in the rain for a day and I just wearing my Carhartts because that's all I had. Right? Yeah. And I was just so totally, I'm at a point now. I was totally miserable. Jeff's dad picked me up. I went home and I was sore for like three days after because the cold just got to you. Yeah. You're old. <laughs> that, that would probably to...
0: be my big thing is like my hips would be. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. in good shape.
4: Yeah. So, so I used to handle the... it. it, it it's, it's like how. When we were at, at Tacom,
0: Yeah.
4: And you were looking for good pants.
0: Yes.
3: <laughs> good pants. Jeff, Jeff and I are standing there holding the bags while Amanda tries out <laughs> pants. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Okay. Yeah. Great.
0: Nonetheless.
4: Yeah. So, the right gear. Mm-hmm.
0: I yeah.
4: guess. Me, like
0: I, go, ahead, sorry,
4: go
1: ahead, Jay. Go ahead, Jay. Or i was just say the guy. I've came to the point where I've actually gotten rid of all of the quote unquote hunting clothing I used to have from like the camel. I don't own any hunting camo anymore. And now um, I go with more of the materials. Like now I'm I'm down to a uh, an alt, like a, a wax skin barber coat. Uh, and I swear by, you're going to laugh at it, the Canadian Tire Kamek insulated boots and insulated pants.
0: I don't kick uh, out Kamek. Kamek is a good brand.
1: Yeah. I found for Ontario that you can't go wrong with that $75 pair of boots. Just get a new pair every year or two. Yeah. Um, and I, I walk the crap out of those boots. And now the I've...
4: The kids I came out in. Mine are... Mine are the muck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boots. Um, now, I will say that when it's minus 35, my... Are we allowed to say names of
0: you can brands? You can say whatever you like. That's up to you. Just know, listeners, that it's not sponsored. So.
4: <laughs> no, I'm not, no, I'm not sponsored. Unless it, you know, unless. My Under Armour. I love my Under Armour gear.
0: I do, uh, too. I love I'm Under armor
4: big fan of my Under Armour gear. I buy it on sale. Because
0: it, it's good wicking products I find Absolutely. And they don't stink as yeah. much um, I find yeah. the quality Overall is, is meant For athletic wear Which is maybe not hunting But it's it's meant for no, Outdoor I'm, I'm, I'm weather talking
4: about their hunting, I'm talking about their hunting line
0: though. They do have a hunting line too I didn't even know that So
4: yep. So I'm talking about like My favorite camo is their Ridge Reaper
0: Okay, and I would think that Under Armour is a little more affordable than other brands.
4: Uh, yeah, it's super expensive. A, a parka, it's still
0: expensive, yes. So don't get me wrong. A you
4: can grab. So, I have a friend sponsored by Sitka. Mhm. Um, and we've compared camo. Um, my say my under armor coat costs 300 his what is 800 gotcha it it's very expensive it is but well, the... but it's 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 also good gear but also again you know your levis to carhartt sort of analogy mm-hmm. is the same thing they do the same thing
0: i agree like, I mean, I did invest in a pair of, of Tough Duck snow pants. Like, not the the worker wear Carhartts, or sorry, Tough Ducks, but, like, the the waterproof one Tough Ducks because I was sick and tired. I bought the cheap brands of snow pants. And I have a winter coat that's dealing me with, like, okay. But almost every time, it feels like the insulation's gone in the back because that's the very first spot that goes. And, I mean, I spent $200 on a coat, which to me is a lot. But if I think about it, you know, it's not.
4: You no, know, for you, me, for yeah. me, if you know, uh, if if I'm going to be warm and comfortable
5: mm-hmm. and
4: still be able to do the job mm-hmm. that I'm out there to do, yeah, because often it means sitting there not moving,
5: mm-hmm.
4: or it also means that I'm going to be out there moving a lot, you know. I have to figure out how this is going to work. And so so so
0: either you're wearing layers then or you're buying really good quality stuff that's either breathable and
2: like insulated. I'm I'm kind of on on Jay's side because I don't have a lot of camel. And the trick is when you're buying um, winter clothing, most people don't even know what to look for. They just get a winter coat that looks warm. If you, you have to think of uh, a coat as a house,
5: mm-hmm.
2: okay, yep. so you have to have, if it's, if you have something that covers your butt, but you have to have some, some type of cover button, something to keep all the heat trapped in. So you have to have it tighter on your waist,
5: mm-hmm. you have yep.
2: to have it tighter around your coat, your neck, and yep. tighter on your hands. Because it doesn't matter what kind of brand you're, or how expensive it paid. if you're getting wind going up, you're going to lose your body heat mm-hmm. instantly. Yep. I feel so like, yeah. Like you mentioned that your coat, that you notice the insulation has come down in the back. Well, the mm. problem with a lot of the, uh, the filling that they use, especially on your shoulders, it settles. Yeah. So when you go outside, you'll feel the cold contact in your shoulders, but your arms and your back may be fine. Yeah. So I wear a down vest. I have a uh, wet skin. That's,
4: that's a very good point.
2: i, I People vest, have forgotten I wear,
4: how to wear a vest.
2: Yeah, well, I use it as a base layer, and if it's really cold, then I have a really great. thin insulated jacket, and then I have the wet skin, and I can zip it right up, and I was when yeah. we had this cold weather a couple of days ago, I was no problem outside dressed like that.
0: So, what you're you saying, it's not like I'm going to let my ego happens. go, and, and yeah. not look good, just be comfortable. <laughs> well, I've, never,
2: I've never found so. that you're sitting yeah. there motionless in a stand yeah you're, you're gonna freeze right <laughs> your ego your ego is gone
0: yeah i could it, see it's that it's all
4: about being comfortable
0: it, i d- and you know i point. there's lots of times when i am just comfy trust me i'm wearing a freaking onesie like jumper thing today for comfort today so like i mean but at the same time when i'm out and about like i'm usually looking for things that are fitted and warm like kind of a blend of both but i'm I'm learning oh. more and more yeah, that like I'm sacrificing yeah. i sacrificing one thing over another right so yeah. I don't know that I've never
1: right. found that one garment that does it all and I've no. found layering has been key absolutely okay. my my one coat and I said it's just an overcoat it's a, it's a barber it's like literally an English hunting coat they're not yeah. terribly cheap to buy but they're not terribly expensive. Yeah. So that's probably uh, just an outer.
2: Yeah. That's probably just an outer layer, though. You probably. Like like it's, it act it act is. Act yeah. It's.
1: An, it's essentially. Yeah. So you can. Uh, if you Google it, it's like I forget what the. It's their the classic hunting coat, and uh, it's a it's a wax skin like an olive drab wax skin coat. Uh, it's. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't call it waterproof, but it's pretty damn water resistant. Uh, yeah, yeah, but
4: it, it's. I it's almost. Completely windproof too, right? It is. Okay. That's the key. It's just about completely windproof on the inside. It still breathes. It has like a flannel, like a woolen flannel
1: yeah, layer yeah, on I the mean, inside. I mean, it's not. I wouldn't call it insulated, it, but it's, it's like a, a, it's a, a, a lining.
4: It's almost like what do they call those? Uh, wax canvas. Like yeah, like it's, like, it's a wax canvas.
1: Yeah. And yeah. then it has a removable vest, which is wool. Um, it's like a fleece wool, and yeah. uh, it is incredibly yeah. warm. And I layer under. So yeah, if, you're, like, well, if Josh, you're
4: Josh Josh, you'd like that because yeah. that's that's old school uh European um it's okay. got game stuff. So so yeah, you, can't that, that, you can't be that,
0: vegan. You can't be vegan in these situations, it's, right?
1: It's yeah, it's British. And it has so it has like yeah. big pockets, like shell pockets, it has hammered
4: yeah. pockets, <laughs> it's got a game code yeah. in the back so, of the So it's a wicked code. That's totally old school mm-hmm. uh European um, upland game hunting. There okay, we go. That's, yeah. that's that's what you're
1: wearing. But don't because, uh, don't uh, don't pigeonhole the upland though. That's their hunting coat. They hunt mm-hmm. everything in the coat. And it, it,
4: it's, right. it's yeah. They're, I'm they're just trying sure. to get Josh on the board. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that because we're gonna do British
0: hunting gear
4: for a show? <laughs>
3: I'm just gonna show up to a clay hunt or to a clay yeah. shoot wearing the full gear, like but the, hat. the like the
1: is British the gear. gear. Yeah. yeah.
4: Layer extra. Is the yeah.
1: Okay. So I find that will do just about all like um uh as far as like spitting rain whatnot, sleet, mm-hmm. and all that stuff, that. Unless it's gonna be pouring rain, if it's gonna be pouring rain, I bring a parka.
0: Okay, so um, so we seem to have a little bit of adversity here. Jess is like spend the money on quality. Uh, clothing where uh, Jay was able to find Spenum not hunting brand not yeah. hunting brand but other products that were uh, but ensuring that the ideals of windproof so, but, but, thermal and layers
4: Jay's, Jay's spending the money on a different brand because yeah. what he's talking about is not
0: cheap either Right no, exactly. But in the worst yeah, case Okay, so yes. that now we're looking at it you're wanting to layer, spend a little extra money on at least a couple of your layers. Is that what I'm that's, understanding?
1: That's really the only thing hunting um, of the kit that I have. They're, like all of my other clothing is just normal clothing. Okay, fair um, enough. So I, I'm big in wool flannel, um, okay. and like I said, be, it, be okay. it cotton, be pretty and prepared to layer. Okay.
3: Um, yes, it's... Jerry likes flannel. I saw that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so not just.
2: I, I'm gonna and touch on want, this quick. Want,
0: what about bogs? What What do you, you guys feel about bogs?
2: bogs? You don't want any of those jackets that make that rustling sound when they rub against yeah. it. Yeah. That, that doesn't okay. make any noise when it rubs against it. Yes.
0: Okay. So layers is important. Waterproof boots. But my question is, do you guys think that bogs are over branded, or do you think that they're an actual
2: What's wall? a Bog? What's it's, a Bog? It's a is It's a boot.
0: It's a brand boot. Yeah. And I have it. Josh has them. And I thought that they were overall pretty good, but I will say I, I feel like it doesn't keep the heat in fully. Like, I don't get frozen toes, but I will say that it gets cooler. So, like, so obviously you guys
1: don't
4: know. No. Do, do, do they come to your, almost to your knee? Uh,
1: I can show is you. Is it a rubber boot? Like, is that the
4: idea? Sorry Sort It's a total
3: rubber bottom and, like a like, a stretchy top.
4: So... So, oh, okay okay oh, this
0: part is quite yeah. comfortable and then what it does is it fits in the interior so us, right around your ankles. okay so, so it keeps it nice and tight there. with a
4: neoprene upper yeah yeah oh, so upper. i nice. find them
3: quite comfortable I, mine mine stay pretty warm i do have steel toes so, in mine so. so
4: so here's the thing okay what's the thing
2: date
4: <laughs> as soon as they get water in them. Yeah. Because as soon as you take one step further, they're gonna suck. Okay. And every every other boot on the market is also going to do the same thing. Okay. So if so- those boots, I'll be honest with you. If those boots work for you, they're comfortable, you like them, yeah. buy a second pair.
0: Okay. That's an because, interesting point.
4: Because as soon as you get back from whatever you're doing mm-hmm. with those boots and they get wet mm-hmm. and life sucks. Mm-hmm.
5: They stink. They stink.
4: Oh well, stick. that's true you, too. You take you take your socks off, mm-hmm. you hang them by the fire, and then you pull out the second pair that are nice, dry, warm. Okay. And then the rest of your day does not suck as much.
0: Okay, so you do you're, recommend then, two two pairs of boots then? Is what you're saying for a hunt, a long hunting trip?
4: I recommend pairs of boots every day of your life always have a second pair all right because good point to know some words of wisdom there all right
0: all right so jay jay agrees all right do you agree thomas do you agree with that
2: Uh, i keep a pair of boots in my car too okay all right so fair enough it was raining and i I wear running shoes all the time but if i need them the right car. all right always have
4: a second pair of footwear. okay
0: Good to know. So uh, we'll just quickly run through this last part. Any other – so we've talked about clothing. We've talked about boots. Any other um, gear that you absolutely should have? No questions asked.
1: An appropriate backpack uh, for the task at hand. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm um, say that back from back a lot
0: of experience. I'm seeing a note yes. here about headlamps and
1: flashlights.
0: Is that right? Oh, yes. Okay.
4: Yes. So, let's remember. And again, we're talking hunting.
5: Yeah.
4: You're going into places at old, dark, stupid. Stupid dark. You're going in at. I'm not afraid. An hour, <laughs> an hour and a half, or for, for legal. Okay. And this is why Josh leaves, because he often <laughs> does not show up at the appropriate time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. That's like my dad.
0: I'm sure he's sitting there going, looking at the time, and he probably needs so, to use the gentleman's room. But, anyway. But
4: the other thing is, yeah. you're going to leave there. Okay. Or, at an hour... Before legal ends, you have shot X. You've shot a deer. You've shot a moose. You've shot a turkey. Mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. You've shot it an hour before legal,
0: mm-hmm.
4: or sorry, uh, prior to legal end of hunt. Okay. And now you're trying to get it out of the bush.
0: Yeah. So have that... Have
4: a light.
0: That's going to be dark, yes. So everyone should have at least one because light? Or do you think, like, having two or three, like, what is it? Does everyone have one trusty light and then you hope that the rest yep. of the crew has
4: one? Or... One is none and two is some.
0: Okay. Fair enough.
4: Headlands. Uh, j, j Headlands? Head work. For
1: you, um, oh yeah, you need you need lights. Well, because first of all, the, I think I don't know, just been my experience. The majority of shot has always been in that witching hour, that mm-hmm. that
4: uh, that rate after legal opens. It's, uh, it's either the first hour or the yeah. last hour.
1: That's well, typical. Like the majority, yeah. So you
4: okay. working in, in dark conditions mm-hmm. is it's a thing. It, yeah. And if you have a light. Uh, what is it? Jay, help me out here, or Thomas? Is it the blue light that lights up the blood better?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the blue
4: light. Yeah, mm-hmm. blue sensor.
1: If that, I've, I've. How do I put that? I've been told that. I've heard it. I just never used it. I've never tried it. No, okay. I, I go for high, high lumen flashlights, okay. as bright as I can get them. Okay. No, yeah, I but it. I, ha- I
4: had, I was on a hunt once. And a guy had one of those blue light, he had a blue light headlamp. Mm -hmm. And it was a complete game changer because it was like,
0: boom. There it is. Gotcha.
4: That would be handy, yeah.
0: It would be. All right. So that's maybe a handy dandy tool to have. Uh, All right. So you kind of avoided this question before, so I'm going to ask you, how much do you guys spend, like if, like, total how many days are you are you hunting, and how much are you spending during that hunt, and make sure your wives aren't listening. So <laughs>
1: let's hear. For me, it just depends oh. on what's going on.
0: OK, so yeah. how long was your hunt there, Jeff, the one that you did? 10 days. OK, so how much are you looking to spend? Or budget for it.
4: Oh, uh, Shuts the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, only because I, I see a dog coming this way. Yeah. I don't want to interrupt the conversation. Um, let's see. I was probably. I was probably. 2500 to three grand well into that
0: yeah okay and would you say Jay that you would spend because you have a lodge that you would spend because, less than so, that,
4: or so that was fuel okay that was uh, accommodation that was one night at the uh, meetup spot somewhere. On the northeast corner of Lake Superior. Yeah. That's a lodge for three weeks, food for three weeks, uh, fuel, you know, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that.
0: Okay, but not including supplies like uh, your hunting gear and stuff like that because you probably have already no, purchased no, that. That's, so no, that's so just that, for the trip itself. No, that, for the trip. Okay. And Jay, like because you have an actual camp spot that saves you the accommodation part. I would think that yeah. food's pretty expensive. I would think that, you know, booze is well, remedial. It really depends. Not for the
3: next 30, five days
1: anyways. Yeah. But. I'm kinda lucky. Like so my uh, we kinda my dad and I we just kinda share what we're gonna bring up. Like he usually he loves to cook, so he's he's the steak and potato. And I kind of bring good. up odds and ends, so I, I kind of get lucky in that. Um, he also well likes fed. to stop, Yeah, I get well fed. And he also <laughs> likes to stock the bar up there pretty good, so I really don't worry about bringing booze, because <laughs> it'll be full when I get there, so I'm pretty lucky that way. Um, Jeez, Jay, I'm, I'm going to come hunt with you.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I those, think that's a good We have a good
1: time. The uh, trips that I've been on, like we've done uh, the Caribbean, and Kudrak, and then or down in Texas, and I think it all just kind of depends on what you're doing, where you're going. It's... Exactly. It's a, it, that could be a tough question to answer, but yeah, it, mm-hmm. it all depends on what you're doing. But it, like,
0: would you say that just Jeff, Yeah, Jeff's budget is about like would be uh, reasonable. average, reasonable. Oh, I think
1: so. Yeah, like if you think you're packing up and going to okay. some say Crownland way up north to go to go get a moose, yeah, I think okay. that's pretty reasonable. Actually, I think that's a pretty damn reasonable for okay. for ten yeah. days. Cool. That's yeah. If you're doing it for that, I think you're you're that's a pretty good go.
0: Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right, so I see here a note about processing. so yes, you've got your 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 uh, moose for the trip. so like what kind of is there any tools or uh, I, I know that we need to, uh, coolers, but what else would we need <laughs> sharp Obviously knife. Uh, sharp knife yes, <laughs> of course. Yeah. We've talked um, about sharp, sharp knives. We love our sharp knives.
3: So, what else? So, sword. We'll,
4: we'll disregard the because Thomas and probably Jay and I could talk about this forever. Um, so, there's two things. Okay. Right? You're 1,400 kilometers away from home. hmm. You have two choices. Can you process? this meat yourself.
5: Okay.
2: Or
4: do you want someone local or someone maybe 500 kilometers away to process, process it for you? Because you don't want to drag that moose all the way back home because... That's not going to be a good moose and I'm, I'm talking sorry for the listeners i I'm, I'm based in southwestern Ontario, and I'm talking about Northwestern Ontario hunting and then potentially dragging a moose
2: all the way back down okay. that's a long way.
0: Yeah, I could only
2: imagine. It's, well, either way, it has to be refrigerated. So it's exactly. probably better to keep the the quarters intact. Than you've got one large piece. Yes. Yes. For the meat so. lasting, and then process it when you get uh, okay. to your home. Yes. Or close to your home.
4: But there are so many people, and I'll be honest, this fall, or I guess. It was late fall, winter. I just did my own deer.
0: Right, because you got a like a little processor thing, didn't you?
4: Well, I got I got a well. It was hanging in the shed, and I had to do something with it.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, So.
4: (laughs) so I had to I had to uh, skid a deer on my own Mm -hmm. and uh and then cut the meat and uh process it for myself for the first time that was i don't know that was interesting
0: okay uh jeff thomas your experience with processing do you usually hire someone to do it or how do you do it yourselves
2: i've never gone moose hunting
0: Okay, so but any kind of hunting
2: or, or deer or myself, or... I don't yeah. like to clean anything bigger than a grouse. Okay, <laughs> fair
0: enough. But you know what?
2: That's... That's easy. That's easy. And then I've got my latex gloves on when I'm doing so.
4: Okay, Oh, fair. come on.
2: Step on the feet. Yeah. Pull the wings. No, I lost five dollars in that debt once, turning it, cleaning it without having to pluck a feather.
0: Oh goodness. Oh, because you were trying That's to rip it? the skin off. Josh and I learned that, or, or, like, we watched it on a YouTube video, and I almost, like, we tried. We, everyone knows how we butchered the turkey, trying to do that. That was brutal. Um, I don't yeah. know
1: if that, that would work on a turkey. Either.
4: I don't no, know, for sure. I don't think sure. it would work on a turkey. No. But it works it. really good on a turkey. Well, it, once you yeah, cut it the wings
0: good. off, I think it was once you cut the wings off, then you can kind of, like, pull it right down. If you uh, so If you slice the skin properly. Because there was several videos on how to do it, but you
1: had to hang no, that
0: leg no. upside
1: down. No, a grouse? gross. Yes. Yeah, okay. This is the only way to do it. Is step on the waste. Yeah. Leg. Okay. Like, and you're not losing. So people think like you're going you know, to waste me. No, that's not the case. Like I still get like you'll get the the breast meat. You'll get the leg meat. Like you'll get all the usable meat. Out of yeah. The leg, yes, you're just not gonna yes. have to get on it. It's just so much easier to. Oh I my mean, Take I mean, care. Gosh.
2: Yeah, and yeah, get a frying so pan right, right
1: away. Eat the drumsticks. I'm saying. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. But for cleaning, uh, for for um processing, uh, meat, we probably have done pretty close to half of our game animals, like large game animals, uh, including that moose. Um, and uh, yeah, once you're set up for it, it's and you plan ahead of it, It's not too bad. The moose was actually probably the easier one, just because there's so many people involved. Okay. So it was, mm-hmm. Yeah, that helped if you get everyone involved. It, it took a
4: day, but and it was like if you're if you're traveling,
1: that's right. the thing. Right? So we're only an hour and let's say we're like an hour and forty minutes from the hunt camp to my parents' place. Mm-hmm. So it's not that. That was an easy trip, right? And then we but processed it So we
4: we had that talk going up, like what are we gonna do? Mm. And luckily, lodge. Had a, a spot, a spot yeah. to
3: process, so
1: that's they a big consideration. A,
3: right. What do you uh, what do you do with the waste? Just leave it there in the bush?
4: Oh, coyotes. Then you go, they, no, <laughs> then you go wolf hunting. Yeah, wolf hunting.
1: Yeah. I want to say so. The interesting experience I had too was like caribou hunting up in New where um, you, it wasn't your typical hunting experience because when you because you're you're flying from Montreal up to Kujawak and flying on a float plane to where you're gonna go hunting. So there's no ATVs, there's no. You're not bringing the animal back whole, so to yeah. speak. So you're yeah. uh, you're packing the animal out in essentially chunks, and uh, um, that was pretty interesting too because a lot of the processing was kind of done all as part of like the the field dressing component. Yeah,
4: it was kind of interesting. It was almost like
1: a deboning of the animal okay. uh, and used the the cape to wrap it and pack it and get it out.
4: That is very cool.
1: It was wicked. I, I like, and actually, like, I, I'm not taking credit for it. It was our guide, uh, uh, a uh, First Nations fellow up there. It was just an awesome, absolutely phenomenal dude. And,
4: uh, so he, he's my like answer, a surgeon. I, I have a guy that, um, he's actually, he's, um, this wrong, but he runs the piano at our church. Um, but he, um, if you ever want to watch a YouTube about moose being flown in by helicopter um, off of an island in North in Lake Superior, some of those words will probably find it. And he shot both archery, a bear, no, sorry, he shot his goose first, and it was a big goose. And he was so he was like a flying guy Mm -hmm. and he said he's a pilot and then he realized that he had too much to deal with that he couldn't get it off the island by himself and then while he was there um there was a bear on this same island because it was winter the snowpack was there the ice was there and he used the same arrow to shoot a bear that was that was coming to clean up the moose
0: <laughs> oh my goodness
4: there's there is youtube video of Oh, can't think of his name off the top of my head, but um, North, if you look up a northern Ontario moose carried in or something like that, he had to max out his credit card and also his mother's credit card <laughs> to uh, get this flight in and there's there's a video of the lodge in the area of them watching the the helicopter come in because it was, I think, for Bo it was probably a record, but he also used the same arrow to uh, get rid of the moose. So uh, he must sorry, he must have that, the. Bear.
0: So he must have that like. On a plaque somewhere, for sure.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, that's, right. that's another cost you have to keep in mind. Like if you're traveling, say, to the U.S. for a hunt, mm-hmm. um, getting your game back will max out your credit card too, because you're gonna have to buy how many coolers, dry ice, and it, it's just a sheer shipping charges of bringing that something say from Texas. You go wild boar hunting, it's gonna cost you a fortune to get that new fabric. I
1: could only imagine. It wasn't, uh, we actually brought it back on the on the airline. Okay. Uh, it worked out okay. Uh, we brought two things back and it was actually kinda of funny how it worked. It wasn't we kinda of lucked out it was all right. Um it's just how we packed it. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know, I can't say that I wouldn't recommend. It
0: so so long and short of it, you should be um doing some research on um transportation processing if you can find someone local i'm sure in the northern or northwestern in central ontario's that we're finding uh like you can find people to help process but like to be prepared even if you don't catch anything you have to come ready and if you don't then it's going to be a lot of wasted meat i think that that pretty much sums it up in that regard so, all right, let's take a look and wrap this up at the biggest things that we've learned on our hunts and the biggest takeaways from it all. So, Jeff, um, well, hopefully you're still there, Jeff. Or you know, like maybe we'll start with Jay then. So, Jay, what's the biggest takeaway in your, your hunting experience?
1: For me, it's just be, be comfortable. If you're not if you're not comfortable, having fun, it makes hunting. So if you can be
0: comfortable. Okay. Um,
1: fair. Fine. And Jeff,
0: that's, I mean, that's...
4: that's good. Sorry, what was that?
0: What's the biggest thing that you've learned, biggest takeaways? Probably attitude. your Attitude. Okay, so attitude is important. Staying positive, and if you don't catch it, it's more about, or not catch it, I should say. If you don't have a Sorry, successful you're hunt, gonna catch it. you're going to have a successful hunt, Yes, what, I see that it seems was, to be... it was
3: expensive you're Just always, tackle it. You're
4: always gonna have a bad day.
0: Okay, that's fair. And you know what I mean by catch, and obviously you guys are being very analytical I, with I, me, and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give you the how to chap on that one. <laughs>
4: but yeah. Always always be positive. Okay. Because you don't want to be an Jay. Sounds like uh, maybe you only hunt with your father. I I don't know. Uh, maybe um, with family uh, or a larger group, but always be positive right? because you don't want to be that guy.
0: You you want to be the guy who's or girl who is enjoying the the moment, not right. getting caught sorry, up I'm in sorry, buck I'm fever. Sorry. Getting caught up in buck fever or getting caught up in and having that that successful hunt where you're actually bringing home some product. It's more right. enjoying it, the experience.
4: It's the experience. It's okay. absolutely always about the experience.
0: Okay. And that's fair. Je- so, are,
4: yeah, and I can agree with the that. The other the other thing is for me, bring two pairs of boots. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: So so when you were talking about the no, second it, pair of boots, was that based off of an experience then?
4: Um, I may have a first day of a long hunt. <clears throat> Only found the way... Cross. But I can't call it a mountain because it's not named. So a big ridge. Okay. And like I did everything. I did everything. I didn't map it. I didn't. I didn't. I did everything wrong. I didn't have my compass with me. Not nothing. Hello, Charlotte. Are you going to join the call? No. Are you? Yes. No. <laughs> yes. Uh, no. Maybe so. I think
0: <laughs> I think Jeff gets distracted by animals. <laughs>
4: uh, That's alright. So, uh, I did everything wrong, and I wound up. Wrong side of the ridge, and I thought I could maybe walk across this spot, and <laughs> I figured out I could not. I wound up swimming.
0: <laughs> look <laughs> at Thomas' face that look of, like, oh, good lord, he did that.
5: <laughs>
4: I did that. I did that. Oh man. Also, that's why I realized that it's also good to have a second gun.
0: Yes. <clears throat> I could only imagine.
4: For to good. Have a backup gun. And, like, when you guys go shoot clays, right? Yeah. Um, if something. You know, you guys bring two guns to to shoot plays Mm because you've got your prized weapon and Josh has whatever he's bringing to the show. Mm -hmm. But always always bring a second pair of boots because they're not going to dry dry out overnight. And uh,
0: a second gun.
4: Well, it's it's so funny story. I had I had uh, a rifle on those Rhino grips across my four wheeler. Okay. Okay. So going out to the hunt site. Like, Uh, we'd done the morning hunt gone back for breakfast kind of going out for the afternoon and I'm like huh what is that screw that just fell out of my rifle well it was like I've done everything wrong so you know Everything, I I am the good guy at doing everything wrong. Uh, so I lost that screw, and it's forward to the trigger. So you're action. screwed then, because you lost the screw.
0: There you go. I was
4: absolutely screwed. <laughs> it was like a, was like a uh, toss, help me out. Uh, You're on your own. <laughs> main, main action screw. So it held the. in front of the trigger. So it held uh, the stock to
2: the action to the stock? Okay. Main yeah, action, the action screw.
4: Is- yeah. It's like a 1024 uh, pitch screw. And I watched that roll across the front of my four-wheeler as I'm going up, I'm like, I didn't think anything of it, I just, I know what's happening, but I didn't realize what was happening, and I'm like, huh, ah. so I got to where I was going to, I parked the four-wheeler, five miles, after I saw this, or thought I saw this, I just didn't know for sure. And I'm like, hmm, something's not right. I'm, I'm walking into where I want to go, and I'm like, eh, not right. So I finally got to where I wanted to be, I'm like, oh shoot! This barrel and this stock are pretty, pretty loose. Oh no!
0: So were I'm like, were you able to use it?
4: I didn't have to use it, but what I did was I went well, duct tape. No, duct
2: tape. Tape.
0: Close enough. (laughs) Jesus.
2: So if you're transporting firearms on an ATV, make sure you lock tight all your screws.
0: Oh, that sounds like a like a lesson learned.
2: Yes, I'm like, well, what was the question again, (laughs) Amanda?
0: So the the story was the the biggest takeaways. So obviously, bring two uh, guns. Biggest takeaways.
2: You've had five minutes. I was I was, <laughs> I was,
4: I was, at that point, at that point, I was two hours and two hours from a town that could possibly have that specific screw.
0: Oh my goodness. So, right. but you know, we, if you went to
3: Clinton Sporting Goods, he tried to sell you a whole stock with it.
0: That's totally exactly what would end up <laughs> happening. So, uh, so we we we're running on almost always three. Bring,
4: always bring. Yeah. Second rifle.
0: So always bring always a second bring. rifle. Long story short, <laughs> bring a second rifle. And I appreciate you sharing that, uh, Jeff. But we are. Really oh, I'm gonna pushing.
3: say is uh, merino wool socks. That's merino what, that's, wool that's socks. My,
1: yes, the agreed. only thing I can. no, I can no, say. No, yeah. no, 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 no.
4: Oh, oh,
3: you're going to just beat me on stupid. that? No, I don't know. they the best right. things I've ever worn. socks. Oh, All right. I've never worn that before.
4: Okay. Uh, battery-powered socks. Oh. All right. Game changer. Well, we can
0: get into more debates at another time. We'll have a sock episode. Yes, we'll have a sock <laughs> episode. And I think we will we'll push. Uh, I do want to ask more questions about what kind of uh, gun caliber you want for each kind of game. But that will be a different topic. I would like to bring that up in then uh, another time period. So, I thank you. Blame Jay. You blame, you can't. Bl- no, 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 no. As much as I know that Jay is enthusiastic and he has shown a lot of um, sharing. This is all on you there, buddy. So, no, thank you very much for sharing with us your experience. I really appreciate it. This was Jeff's first time kind of, like, facilitating some show ideas, so thank you very much. We appreciate it. Uh, And I have to apologize to our listeners because we did a full hour of what we did in Guns, so maybe we need to rethink that a little bit. I don't know. I thought one month wasn't enough, or that, like, when we did it every two weeks, that it wasn't enough, but apparently it's a lot. So, definitely do two well, yeah, well, you would think so, but, you know, there has we been... We t- about
4: that offline. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. So, events, uh, so we have been gently put the gauntlet in front of us from the uh, CPP it's, Ruck it's Challenge. It's too late.
3: We're, we're too many weeks behind We're too
0: many weeks behind, but if we want to catch up, they're doing how many weeks uh, challenge for rucking? How many weeks? Oh, no! Oh, don't tell me that. You
5: are oh, okay. oh, there we go. Yay!
0: I don't know. We came back. I don't know what happened there. We don't
3: need to talk about it because we're not doing it.
0: Yeah, so, <laughs> well, if any of our listeners want to participate, if you go to the CPP website, they Damn. have, and or if you're part of Strava, they have their CPP Rec Challenge. I would really like to get back into it, but it's just not there. I will also put in a quick note that uh, on March the 18th, um, the Melverton and is having a chili cook-off. So, more details to be uh, uh, pushed out on that one. But also, basic- on yeah. June 3rd... National Range Day! Uh,
4: National Range Day, baby! Yay!
0: Okay, we got and lots of time for that. Okay,
4: so... Also, look at August for a very special CCFR Milverton uh, Ladies Night. Yes,
0: or ladies, ladies Day, Day challenge. challenge. Ladies, Day. ladies Day. Day. Yes, we're looking to get that situated. Uh, originally, we were thinking April, but I think because of the weather, it's better to hold it in August, so yes. take a listen. So, this again, this is breaking my heart, but once again, somebody... Thomas, put
4: your camera on.
0: Thomas. I can't believe you're doing this to me, but uh, so Thomas,
4: put your camera on. Th-
0: this, oh, is, oh. this will be uh, Thomas's last episode as a regular host of New Shooter Canada. And, you know what? Thomas has been working his little butt off. Uh, he's been uh, he tells me that he's been on New Shooter Canada since the 10th episode. And we are now at 249 he has graced us with his wisdom his uh, sense of humor his charming personality you're
2: gonna make me cry <laughs> Gosh,
0: Thomas it breaks my heart that you're leaving it really really does You like, and the fact that you and Mike literally announced it within 15 minutes really oh my god oh my but you know what I'm really happy with the group that we have um, I, I'm really appreciative of Jay, who is going to join us. I love Jeff, because he's got lots of experience and enthusiasm. Of course, I love Josh, because he's the sexy man who brought me into this whole thing in the first place, so, and I know he's all I good. my bad one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 but, you know, Thomas, it, it's, I hope to still have you on at least a couple times to share your wisdom, because your knowledge of thomas. firearms laws firearm products in general and pretty much every single topic is just unfounded it or not unfounded it's um
5: what am i unparalleled.
0: unparalleled thank unparalleled. you unparalleled thank you not unfounded that is ridiculous but no you're amazing and thomas, uh
4: thomas you're the reason that we've been dragging this episode on yes because we didn't want to get to here
0: no absolutely not you are wonderful, and uh, we really appreciate what you have brought to the show. I know that George, um, you definitely gave George a run for his money, not only providing your knowledge, but a, I'm sure a sense of comical oh, that's relief. Not very deep.
2: Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> comical relief. Um, it's been. while
2: thump with the bus for George. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, um,. You have done so much for this show. You've brought uh, hosts in. You've brought guests in. And it's just really amazing what you bring. And the fact that you still continue to work with the firearms community um, to this
4: day. Not and... just the firearms community. Let's,
0: no. let's be very clear. Yeah, I guess so. And... Thomas,
4: Thomas is kind of a big deal in the um, edged weapon community as well.
2: Of course yeah. <laughs> oh, I like, call myself a big deal. Avid collector of blade steel. Yes, you are. Well, but
0: we really hope that you'll still join us once in a blue moon and keep us in check.
2: My friends, anytime. Mm-hmm. Thomas. But yeah, you know, I have to thank George. I, when I first started listening to podcasts, podcast, it was reload radio, uh, well before slam fire. And George had, uh, you should have kind of up and, um, Brian had uh, service condition radio, and George was unique. He was this—he was a, a definite new shooter, learning the lingo like he said. So i, I started writing him and correcting him all the time. <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: I'm sure he loved that, I, right? I, I, I've
4: been—I've I've I've been, been—I've been, I've been listening to and watching those those old podcasts.
0: Oh my gosh!
4: I. I I think, I think I sent the group uh, some video
2: of Thomas correcting George. Oh, yeah. I one time, uh, Wanda posted a picture of George cleaning his rifle, and he'd taken the scope off. Jesus. And I said, George, why... Why'd you take your scope off? Just why I take it off every time I clean the rifle? Oh my <laughs> I said, but you... <laughs> I said, but when you put it back on, don't you have to dial it back in? He goes, it's only off a little bit. I just readjusted every time. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my goodness. But he, oh, he thought he was supposed to keep the scope clean too. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs>
0: Well, it's a good thought. I understand his his thinking there. But you know what? This is why you have graced us with such intellect. And uh, we really do appreciate it. You've kept everyone on their toes. You keep up to date. And if anything, your post-retirement line of work has been uh, very helpful. And I realize that that is taking up a lot more of your time.
2: I'm, I'm proud of what we've accomplished, um, yeah. the fact that uh, we got to know the arm Squirrels Projects, which got mm-hmm. us in, introduced into apple seed, and we started promoting apple seed like crazy, mm-hmm. then we ran into Kevin and Kelly, mm-hmm. and next, you know,
5: mm-hmm. we,
2: we met Rick and Mario at the first, very first maple seed. Now, maple seeds expanded and exploded, and now there's... It's nice to know that we planted a little seed to to keep the community going, so... Absolutely,
0: and I know you'll continue to do that. And once in a while, we will be calling on your wisdom, and you better keep in touch with me, Thomas. Or I'm gonna come over there, and I'm gonna help you. I'm going to you always,
4: Thomas. There. Yes. Yeah. So. But... I'm. I'm Thomas.
2: I'm. Gonna give me a free knife or something? No.
0: Oh. <laughs> it's
3: gonna be a buck. <laughs>
4: It's not going to be a fun.
0: You know what? I uh, will definitely send you one of my, no. my decals that Hang I'm on. making. Hang on. Hang so. on.
4: Okay, I got That'd be nice. I'm honored to be able to pick up what you mocked George for. <laughs> and to carry on the tradition.
0: You mean with Josh or with me?
2: big with you
4: well uh, probably gonna mock you more than Josh. yeah oh,
0: let's
2: start okay oh
4: well actually Jay's a big candidate
2: I don't know I try it's it's nice to have Jay on board we enjoyed having him on as a guest when he had his own business going and yeah. he's been uh, he's very he, he's been a long time supporter of the podcast so I can't think of a, a better person to to replace me
4: it was honestly awesome to meet you. Uh, at josh's birthday yeah. okay so. we'll do that again Gosh.
0: don't make me cry thomas like come on this is this is so tough i can't believe it but i understand okay. everybody has a, a time and a place so um I'm, it, I'm i'm doing
2: the new shooter thing every day at work that's of that's, course that's, that's what I love about you and then you're so doing the range battles awesome. and then the coaching and everything else. So with where I was working before, I had time. Yes. Work. Now it's it's all work now. So.
0: Of course, but you promise to come back once in a while, right?
2: I promise. Okay. Just for you. Thank you. And maybe Josh, oh. you just shut your head.
0: <laughs> 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 okay. All right. Oh uh, my God. so we we'll well, I'm sure this kind of continues into shout outs. So Jay you have a shout-out?
1: Yeah, I have have two, actually. The first uh, is to Thomas. Um, It's been an absolute pleasure listening to you over the years, buddy, and uh, you're an absolute wealth of knowledge. It's already been been said here. Um, I really value our conversations and all the the talks we've had over the phone over the years, uh, from classic pistols to knives, rifle shooting, and anything else that came into my brain. And you know me, I'm a stream-of-consciousness type of talker, so you put up with that for.
2: For more than a few phone calls, and <laughs> I really appreciate it, buddy. Uh, I, even finding the buckmark pit, uh, mag too.
1: I was actually have that here. Yes, And it was baseball pointers, and for hooking me up with those buckmark mags when there was absolutely none anywhere, that was uh, that was huge. I, I couldn't find them anywhere. I'm like, oh, who would know? Who to? It, it hit me. But Thomas will know. <laughs> Thomas, <laughs> exactly. Thomas knows everything. I also know exactly where to get those. And yeah. sure enough, in like not five minutes later, I had uh, uh, a couple of buckmark mags coming to me. Uh, so I nobody, really
2: appreciate it. Nobody had them, and mm-hmm. but I bought my I bought my Buckmark and Mags from Williams Arms, but they don't have any uh, e-commerce. Mm-hmm. So I figured, okay, I called them up. And they had they had them in stock. So <laughs> yeah. Oh well, yeah.
1: It it uh, it worked. I uh, I really appreciate it, and it's uh, uh, I appreciate everything all over the years. Um, mm-hmm. You're a your big help. Thank you very very much.
2: Oh, thank uh, you, Jay. That that's, that's that's very nice to hear that that somebody actually listened to us all these years. Oh, I listened,
1: uh, it, uh, I wouldn't say right from the beginning, but it's not too far after. I think I found it. I just found the podcast, and it was uh, the amount of drives to work and driving all over the province or driving down the States that it was usually a new shooter Canada just playing. So it's, cool. uh, I really appreciate awesome. it. And my um, second shout-out is to Mike, again, who I started to listen to a long time ago, and... Uh, and also very fortunate to call my friend. Um, we have a, uh, quite a few good memories together, uh, and hopefully we have uh, some more. Uh, if he thinks he's getting out of that annual I-Core shoot, uh, the whole I, you know, shoot with I-Core champion, Mike, is he's wrong. wrong? He's, uh, he's got to keep doing that. every no, he's, a, time. he's a legend. Oh, yeah, he oh, yeah he's, will, he's a legend. No, <laughs> oh, I think Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's, um, I can't wait to, to see him again. I can't wait to see all of you. Uh, uh as soon as you possibly can and you both uh <laughs> both your shoes just aren't fillable um mm-hmm. uh it, in in this realm. Uh, i think uh yeah i just hope to see you back and i can't hear what you two do next what that next adventure
3: is ah oh, thanks jane that's that's very mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all
0: right so you get
2: me crying too okay? yeah <laughs> all right going, Je- uh oh me okay no well, you're the co-host you are oh. the lead.
0: Oh okay so uh I am uh, of course going to shout out Thomas like how could I not you have been so sweet and open minded to my noobness. noobness <laughs> <laughs> um you have always been very kind and caring and supportive and not just the the um firearms realm of things but uh you know quite a few times I have a family member who's struggling with uh, alcoholism and I've I've called on on Thomas with his uh guidance and wisdom and uh just in general even talking about things that I want to get Josh for a birthday or Christmas present and
3: don't stop having those chats
0: yeah I know I'm not going to and uh I really I can't say enough about you you are an amazing person and I really wish we got to spend more time in person but I will say it's really awesome to have spent the time with you on the podcast and on chats and it's amazing you know as much as uh the internet can uh disassociate people it's amazing how it could bring people together and I would not have met a person like you if it wasn't for
3: guns bring people together
0: well guns and, <laughs> and the internet right So. Oh I, yes, he gave me a beautiful knife for uh, at Josh's birthday and I still I still have it in my my bedside table. Ellen? Yeah. Uh, oh yes, of course oh, no, I never lost no, she it. Lost it was m- she lost bun. the knife that I gave her. I lost the ladybug. <laughs> I never lost the penguin. Oh. The penguin's there, so I, I still appreciate it and love it and you know, thank you so much for everything that you've done, honest. Um I'm also going to shout out Odell. And Phil, uh, for taking a look at our our shotgun, and uh, I'm also going to shout out the Melvich and Rod and Gun. Um, the the uh, directors have been doing a really good job trying to move forward with the next step, so I'm really excited to see all of that. So uh, that's about it for me.
3: Um, well, super hard going last. Jeez. Well, no, there's
0: <laughs> yeah. Jeff
5: has
3: a oh, okay. so yeah. Well, obviously, shout out Thomas. I mean, he's been a huge part of my new shooter uh, venture for sure. And and kind of like Jay, when I, well, I guess Jay's been shooting forever, but when I started my, like, I, I've only been shooting for the last, you know, maybe five, six years. And that's kind of when I discovered New I Shooter Canada. Count the years. Yeah. And, and that's kind of when I discovered New Shooter Canada as well. And, started listening to that and it was a good fit for me because it was a very, you know, approachable show and kind of, you know, down back to the basics, right? And then, you know, I started conversing with with Thomas and Mike and and getting my first shout out on the show. That was pretty awesome, having my name, you know, on a podcast. That's awesome. And chatting with those guys, I got on for a couple episodes and and it just kind of went from there. And, And I definitely appreciate all your all your knowledge and your that you passed along to me over the years. I mean, with my with my gun purchases and and then on to to making fun of selling my knife night... guns. Yeah, ma- selling me guns. That's yeah, right. You sold yeah, me my first night bro, for sure. No, no. no? Well, no, oh, he Grant told power. me to told me to buy my first vic- my victory, and I bought that. That was okay, my first thing. That, that was a mistake. No, well, yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm happy with that. No, but, no oh, it's that's right, good. So and grand then it, and then the so grand power. The grand- oh, yeah, the grandpa right. I bought from Thomas, and that's when I first met Thomas, driving up to his house to pick that up. That's right.
4: Yeah. And Josh and I had lots of conversations about
3: that. Yeah. 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 So I mean, he's he's been a big part of of where I am now. I mean, whether he wants to be a part of that or not, but <laughs> you're <laughs> but, there. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah. And uh, appreciate everything you've you've done for me for
2: sure. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know both of you. Mm. Yeah.
3: And of course, shout and out
2: Jay. It's nice to see that you're actually together now too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And
3: of course, shout out Jay for uh, you know taking my phone call and and not a lot of arm twisting, very little arm twisting to come <laughs> on the show. So that's okay. uh, that's great. Yeah. Look forward to what we can do.
4: Yes, I Absolutely think. Absolutely honored. Yeah, do
0: about. I get to say anything yet, or <laughs> am I muted again? <laughs> no, no, you're good. Again. You're all right. Go ahead.
4: Thomas, my friend, thank you. It was really cool finally meeting you in person. um your experience, your knowledge, everything, my age <laughs> Oh, don't, he can walk out of this with a sense of. Don't, don't do the age thing because. You know I, Jeff's the oldest I, one I, on the show like now. I'm, I'm feeling those, feeling those shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's been it's been awesome, and you guys letting me into the show. Um, thank you, and You're also thank you for. Just don't stop being you. Yeah. I'll try not
2: to. But I work very hard at it.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Thomas. You. you have the last the last say before we sign off.
2: Okay. Until next week, keep your barrels pointed downrange and smoking.
3: Choose your caliber wisely.
0: Um. Sorry. Go ahead and shoot like a girl. <laughs>
2: Jay,
5: do
0: you have a tagline? There you go. Alright, small. I like guns. I like guns. I like guns. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or feedback you may have, or if you just want to call shenanigans. You can contact us at host at newshootercanada.ca or through our Facebook page.
5: The way they look, I like the shiny steel and the polished wood. I don't care if they big or small, they're for sale, sale I want them all. I like guns, I like guns, I like guns.